0: Horse.
1: Horse? <laughs> horse, just horse, yeah. no, not horse. I don't
0: know if horse is a type of meat. Let's not discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> and welcome to Saladcast on... What the fuck is the date it's on Sunday. Sunday the 20th, is it? 2021st? 21st, I bet. Yeah, 21st. <laughs> of no, I bet it's the 21st. <laughs> 21st of October of 2012. I'm Robert Kemp. <laughs> I'm forgetting my name. I'm <laughs> Robert Kemp. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Woo. And then our second guest no one no one it's just us god damn it we we tried yeah Dan was in London or something or something this weekend not quite sure why I think he went to a gig at some point or something or something (laughs) You don't tell us nothing (laughs) he
1: knew it was podcast week as well yeah I know what kind of dedication is this (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah fairness you won't if he's at this point <laughs> I wasn't though no. I'm the one who's dragging us into this for once and I tried to drag Kippers into it as well but he wasn't having it no he was
0: having pizza yeah apparently and apparently has shit to do before work it is like 9 o'clock half nine. Yeah, 9 o'clock exactly it's like it's gonna be late late before You're not that I fucking care anymore I don't have to
1: get up for work at the moment really if we do a regular late house, it's gonna be 11 it's not late <laughs> It's fine. Even if you did have regular work, that yeah, be 11's like... probably
0: right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I, I, I got shit all sleep this week, though, right? Because, like,
1: because you were fine too much, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah,
0: not because I was farting too much. Thanks, Naomi. But <laughs> the, um, um, I basically on Friday night I fucked up royal. We, 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 I was supposed to be in Cambridge to go for a curry, like with some of the um, some of the work guys. Yeah, and uh, so we did that. Went to the pub. We started, but we went out to eat after quite a while of sat in, sat in the pub and it's uh and it's, we went for an Indian which takes a little while as far as meals go anyway because there's all kinds of faffing you do like you yeah popadong stage and you have the actual <laughs> the <pop-a-dong> stage <laughs> and then there's people ge- people generally have some kind of recovery stage and yep. then there's the there's the what the fuck are we doing about money phase and then there's the mint phase and the hot towel phase <laughs> yeah exactly there's a lot of phases to an Indian <laughs> So, yeah, by the time we finished with all that shit, it was half (laughs) twelve. And I'm in Cambridge. (laughs) And it takes me, like, a good twenty minutes to walk to the car, and then an hour to drive back. So I was fucking tired. And then I got up at six. (laughs) (laughs) So I had, like, four hours sleep. And I was not that well (laughs) yesterday. So, I did sleep till ten this morning. Which, which was quite funny because I woke up this morning wandered down the stairs Naomi's there reading the iPad and I'm like you're up early because <laughs> <laughs> I had not known what the time was <laughs> great skills like so you're up early and it's like I got up at 9 you're up at a reasonable time <laughs> <laughs> so that was great Thirty minutes. Yeah. How's, your, how's your week been? Your, your how's my weeks? sleeping, been? Yeah.
1: It's been pretty good. I don't think I've had any particularly unsleeping nights recently. No late night sessions? Well, no, 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 not any more than usual. Okay. Actually, it has... Uh, I think it's starting to drift again, which is getting annoying, where it's like... It's half free, and I'm like... I'll just wait until four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's a dangerous hell of be in. Yeah. It's not a... But on the other hand, I, I like almost regardless of when I actually go to bed, I almost always wake up to almost exactly 12 o'clock. Like, yeah. to the second. look at the clock and it's like, oh, it's 12.06 again. <laughs> yeah.
0: I do that when I set my alarm. It's like, if I set my alarm for something... Guaranteed, I'll wake up five
1: minutes before it goes off. Yeah, exactly. And you roll over and it's like, oh fuck. Well, half an hour is the worst, where it's like, oh, it's half an hour before I set the alarm, but I can't really go to sleep again. Now. Yeah, that's the worst because you're just sort of laying
0: there, but then you're aware that the alarm's about to go off. Yeah. so you don't really nap,
1: and it you're like in. waiting every minute. You're just trying to get slightly more rest.
0: Yeah, well, I do that when the, when the alarm's not on. To be honest, it's like I'll be lying there and it's like I'll look at the clock. i like, oh, fucking out. Five more minutes, and it's like like just to get round it off to the hour mark for some reason. <laughs> then I'll sleep past that, so, and it'll be like oh, it's like it's now it's, now it's like nine forty
1: two. <laughs> I'll just I'll just wait till ten. <laughs> Precision. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's dumb. But so I sleep way too long anyway, which like is bad for my back. there'll be a point where it's like, I don't really want to get up, but I don't have any choice because my back is complaining. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get up and sit in the chair instead of lying down. Oh, really, your your back doesn't like lying not for like more than nine hours your back <laughs> prefers the truth <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> you, did you subscribe to the Brad Shoemaker doctrine of sleep that you know sleep is for foos or the Well, uh, Vinca- oh, I certainly
1: used to be on the sleep is sleep for, for foos
0: yeah. plan yeah, I mean, didn't sleep virtually at all that was the university pl- well no actually I was on the uh, I don't need to sleep at night
1: <laughs> <laughs> plan at <laughs> university yeah, yeah. kind of sucks that was what Wednesdays before, where it was like, Wednesday always, always, it was, I think, in, well, in Loughborough anyway, it was like, the, basically they had it scheduled so practically everyone had a half day off on Wednesday. Hmm. No lectures for half the day, so it was like, ah, oh, that's the bonus sleep time. But yeah, I think we had that as well,
0: <laughs> yeah. It was like Wednesday afternoons or something were just called off. That was when we used to do the, the computer game society. Yeah, actually. CG good time for it. Damn right it is. Basically, just a, a license to play Smash Brothers for four hours. Yep, on on university premises. <laughs> yeah. On a projector. Shit, yeah. Didn't that introduce lag? Not that we noticed. <laughs> you weren't playing that hardcore. We were that pro. There were some. No, some guys are really good at that. Like better than us. Because
1: <laughs> we are the standard. Well, we don't. Yeah, we don't really play it to be hardcore. Do we? we play it just for love. Well, even when we try and play it slightly more high we play it for a laugh like when we were like okay let's go five destination with fox but they're just all shells
0: yeah. Yeah. There'll, be, there'll be some detail that'll fuck it right up like, like an incredibly high spawning rate of nothing but green shells that was a funny bat. <laughs> it's always funny because it's just like reflect 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 <laughs> just sit there get the uh, get the old die the hexagonal shield out and just like pew pew pew, pew. yep uh, those are great Smash us. still the only major compelling reason th- to get a Wii U in a year's time probably yeah past several years really. time uh, yeah. are we going to talk about the Wii U then games no you mean news no probably that's not really news is it Wii... well, it's not really games I... <laughs> it's just general conjecture <laughs>
1: conjecture what what <laughs> I don't
0: know if it is a conjecture really well no I suppose not it's, it's like all the cards are on the table now yeah shitty cards that they are <laughs> what was it the um uh Rabbid Land yep to add to Nintendo Land yep Land Games it's the universe you idiots <laughs> are gonna get like say yeah well, do something with you, like Rabbids U or University <laughs> yeah exactly Rabbids University the University of the Raven Rabbids yep how to, how, like, the English lessons must be interesting, all their language lessons, I guess. It's like, right, what's next? Ah!
1: <laughs> Basically. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> that was, I'd like noodles for you. <laughs> so, what else is in news? Any other news? News! Well, I got this email
0: from uh, Microsoft earlier in the week. That basically says, my gamer score is no longer worthless. Oh, yeah. It's like, because anyone that has over 25,000 points is now eligible for 2% rebates off all of their Xbox Live purchases.
1: So, every 100 points,
0: I get two back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, you can fuck up that number even worse than it already gets fucked up by having, like. Well, my my point score is actually fairly. No,
0: I don't need your. My Microsoft point score is actually fairly. Uh, Fairly even, yeah. At the moment, yeah, it will get, it will get. Royal so there's always fact, leftovers, though. yeah, definitely. And now you'll just get leftovers in even smaller chunks, <laughs> in, yeah, in little bits. It's like they that, that last number I don't think was ever used, like no, know, everything was just multiplied by ten for some arbitrary reason. But now that
1: now they cock themselves up, yeah, those those digits will be useful, <laughs> useless. Like, nothing costs. <laughs> well, it's like, apart from the Avatar stuff, nothing costs so little to that that relates even ever going to matter. No, You'd have so to buy, like, like, 50 games before you could afford one more game. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it,
0: so you, you still have to spend 4,000 points to have got 200 back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that, is I that right? I think you well, might be a 10 off well, there.
0: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maths. <laughs> yeah. To two thousand
1: to twenty, yeah. So it really is just a way to make you spend money on. Yeah, the Ten thousand
0: to two hundred, yeah. It kind of, I guess, <laughs> it's, it's not much, but it's something, I guess, on top of the like monthly surveys, which are worth twenty points.
1: because they should give you a discount off like your yearly subscription.
0: Yeah, that sounds wise. Yeah, that should just be a loyalty bonus rather than attached to gamer score. I suppose. Yeah, yes, that's for like the gamer score thing. I guess they had they would just let's do something dumb. For this, like, because it's
1: all going to get raised in like a year five. Yeah, probably. I want if say will.
0: Well, I don't know. I, I don't think they can raise the what you're talking about subscription. Or you mean the amount of points you could gain from games?
1: No, though. I meant I mean the points on everyone's accounts. Because I mean. They get raised. Well they they might do, but I mean it depends whether how like how much of a ridiculous cut it's going to be to move on to the next version of Xbox Live. I yeah, mean presumably mean. they're going to try and keep it more or less the same, but will like it retain will they might well like will they retain the score or will they maybe like separate it off as like old score and new score? I reckon it'll be the same.
0: like like the jump well they didn't have achievements before Xbox One but you know like this whole service was the same and like how they moved when they tried to do games for Windows Live it was just the same thing they should
1: definitely reset the (laughs) scores. no start everyone from zero again fuck no and also give everyone a chance to not have stupid shit on their account any longer
0: oh yeah there should still be the option to remove whatever you want from it (laughs) like I'll sacrifice the four points I got for firing up Dead or Live Extreme 2 (laughs) or something that, that, that's a no brainer. And all the
1: shit that was zero points. Yeah, zero point achievements. Oh, fuck those. I didn't mean not achievements, I meant games where you've started them and they just got locked into your list before they changed that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there, there, there wasn't. I'm not sure if you can even do that anymore. Do what anymore? I think they took that out at some point the ability to delete games that you have nothing against. Right. Which is, I haven't seen it recently. I, I seem to remember scrolling through the list and going why can't I get rid of that yeah well, I thought they changed it so that games didn't do that but I didn't mm-hmm. remember that they let you delete them as and well. there were some games that still do that stupid thing where they give you like a five point achievement for booting the game well yeah so it's stuck on your but list as some arbitrary factor of advertising but they games. don't do that in demos do they no they can't do that in demos yeah so that's safe it has to be a full game yeah <laughs> they never you've never able to do that from demos no That was a sales point of buying a full game. Like, it's like there's an achievement waiting for you, if you (laughs) buy the game now, she probably wouldn't award you. (laughs) (laughs) Just fuck upside down. Check that out. What were we talking about? (laughs) The Xbox deal thing. But yeah, if you have like over 10,000 points, then there's a slightly less one, but like good version of 1%. And as long as you've managed to score over two and a half thousand points, everyone is guaranteed to get something on your birthday month. Two points. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> be like two points or um, a coffee of like a launch game or something that you can probably get for two like points. Two points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that nobody really wants. Or a hat. It's bound to be a party hat for your avatar. Yeah. Something crap like that. It's like I looked back through it, and it's like they they always like said that oh there'll be VIP rewards for people who who use this thing, and I looked back, and I've had in the last few years that I've been on Xbox Rewards, I think I've had two, one of which was an Adidas <laughs> avatar item, great, and the other was some other avatar item that had, was basically a T-shirt that said I love Xbox <laughs> <laughs> Pro, It's like great, cheers for that, much appreciated. Fair i spent like no points this year, pretty much. Spent no points virtually
1: ever, because you're so stingy about your
0: points. Well, yeah. It's because I, I generally think a lot of x titles are a little bit pricey for what they are. Yeah. Especially now. They seem to have gone up a bit. And they don't do enough sales, you know, enough good sales. They, they sales, don't do enough sorry. sales on Res. I've <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, never done a sale on <laughs> the p- only thing that matters. Res HD, yeah. Might be worth dropping for
1: that at some point. So you keep saying every time? Yep, every time. Every time when you say there's not a sale, you go look at it and it's like, oh, uh, maybe next time. Yeah.
0: It's tough because I never like want to spend full price on something because there's generally something I want tends to come up on sale. Right. You know, like I didn't pay full price for Sonic 4
1: <laughs> wisely. yeah. I think we didn't we know that that was a bit iffy before you purchased it. Well, the twelve hundred push point that it is
0: is dumb anyway. Yeah, um, that doesn't work out. Whereas there are other games where it's like I'd I'd want to try. If you know what I mean, I'd, I know they have a demo mode, but I'd want to. The demos are always a bit, always really disappointing, aren't they? On explore or something, like two seconds long. Yeah, and they don't tell you anything. You don't get an appreciative thing. So it's like I'd quite like to. Like, Mark of the Ninja or something, or set looks pretty cool. Or, Dust and Elysian Tail looks pretty damn sweet. Mm. But it's like, I'm not sure I really want to pay a tenner for them. I generally just don't buy games at full price anymore. No. Yeah. It's like, it's a inefficient route. Plus, I have no money at the moment, so you know. Inefficient. It makes it worse. It's inefficient use of my bucks. <laughs> it's more
1: efficient to like or my queens wait for several years <laughs> yeah <laughs> does put us in trouble for wise. <laughs> well, well for goatees not that we were in any good position for those even if we had played all the games we really. need to play mass effect 3 oh god we, 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 we were going to do a spoiler cast back in
0: March <laughs> of we were it never happened no and it'd be difficult to talk about some of the game of the year stuff without going spoilerific
1: I'm still not convinced that it can be a game of the year oh. but you know I've got that actually clear to find that out yeah <laughs> yeah what opinion do you have bitch bitch <laughs> but there's other good games so you
0: know Resident Evil 6 <laughs> oh
1: yeah a perfect example
0: <laughs> it's going down so well <laughs> fucking knights so what else do you use 7 we'll get to knights in a minute <laughs> well maybe First um, news. Oh, I did read some more news, but it's gone. I had, like, some proper news and
1: stuff. There's the FIFA 12, FIFA 13 thing on Wii. Yeah, but that's not surprising. And I'm sure I'd heard that story, like, like a month ago or something. Yeah, it's been rattling around.
0: Yeah. There's sort of just hit media prevalence at the moment. It is pretty shameless, though. <laughs> it's not...
1: It's not exactly shameless. It's just, like they charge full price for the game though yeah but it's just they changed nothing yeah but they the, I think the last point is that they haven't it's not that they haven't changed anything it's because like it wasn't on the Wii before that but they couldn't call it. they couldn't bring it out on the Wii and say it was FIFA 12 because then that wouldn't make any sense because it would be like but this is was, the old
0: game but FIFA 12 was on Wii and FIFA 13 is also on Wii and it's the same game at full price Yes, it's not just a roster update or anything, it's like it's another full price game that's is just a roster update that they can't.
1: How is that patch different it. from the other ones?
0: Well at least they say they often do something with the mechanics or something to make They it up often do I guess. Like sometimes. Not like Madden hasn't been like hell of the same for ever. Well true, but they, I suppose the last couple of iterations introduced that infinity engine which they are now putting in everything. <laughs> yeah, but they can't put that on me. That is true. Evidently, just don't make a make a different game. At least make the menus different, or you know, don't just check and just color of a sock here and there, and make it put different music on it. That's the laziest possible option you could do. Nope. At least if you're gonna do that, like, <laughs> like sell it for like twenty pounds max, right. Because you know the people that then really, really want those roster updates will buy it, and it's a budget title because that's exactly what it is—it's last year's game. Sort of, but it doesn't matter because be it angers f- me. It's—it's a—it's a shitty thing to do. No one plays football on the Wii. It's supposed to be alright because yeah. of the like you can because of the point and the point pointers act as interesting control mechanics. Cause you can just tell players to go places. Yeah,
1: but it's a stupid football game yeah and also on the Wii fucking football games sports games in general it's like yeah. no one there's like Modern Warfare on the Wii it's like who really cares even though it was apparently not that bad yeah it's supposed
0: to be surprisingly good <laughs> is the phrase I hear yeah
1: but who really cares
0: that's true <laughs> I don't care and
1: especially at this point
0: I don't care about anything that comes out the Wii
1: out for Christ's sake
0: yeah well they will do it's not I'm gonna fine. help though. or is it <laughs> Oh, we'll do for a bit <laughs> you well, the, the Wii U will probably do quite well for a year <laughs> and then we'll probably get another resurgence in sales once Smash Bros comes out <laughs> the only thing that matters exactly it's got an enormous following and it's like I've heard so many people now say that is the only reason I will buy a Wii U is when Smash Bros come out and it will still be the same price as it is there yeah the 250 or, or 300 pounds you'll probably have to spend for it just not get it in white. <laughs> so uh oh, I can't fucking remember. I had news. <laughs> you had news. There was more news, but I ain't got it. It's gone. It's been, no I can't remember anything. It's been stolen. It's not been like the busiest of months.
1: News wise. <laughs> so you know, stuff stuff's about to come out. Yeah, well stuff has been coming out. But that's not news either, really. I mean, <laughs> no. News is other things that are happening. Zinger's doing terribly. Oh yeah. I guess that was news, sort of. May uh
0: <laughs> the value of its business is actually decreasing the value of their raw assets somehow.
1: I thought it was the other way around.
0: No wait. As the share prices are when you total them up, are yeah. uh, less than the actual physical value of the things they own. Yeah. It's uh, like they their offices all that kind of stuff there. Which is mental. It's like, how could that
1: happen? <laughs> what, what exactly We I don't know. Like, you're not that experienced in the stuff like it. How often does that happen? I don't know. <laughs> like, we wouldn't know. It just seems like a bizarre concept, doesn't it, really, in general, that, the, you know, the actual... Not really. It's like it's basically a sort of uh, say, same as like saying going out of business, whereas like you have to sell your assets cheaper than their actual value I suppose. just to get them away. Liquidate. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> what that's saying. Perhaps,
0: or maybe. Well, why are they doing so badly? Is my is my theory? Are people not playing Farmville anymore? <laughs> Probably not. But they own like Words with Friends
1: and even though we're playing that anymore I'm playing that yeah exactly I still play that with how many people one yeah how many did you used to play with like three yeah so at least 66% decline. (laughs) yeah (laughs) I guess there's
0: no reason not to it's still good it's still free Probably the problem. <laughs> well,
1: that is why they're not making any money, because they're only well, playing ad, the free It's ad
0: revenue, isn't it? It's Terrible shitty ad revenue Well they usually get it on volume is the thing. <laughs> There's so many people play Zynga stuff. It's like I still occasionally play Scramble on my iPhone, which is a Zynga property. There's like hanging with friends and all the with friends games are now Zynga owned. Yeah. Gems with friends, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> They're not involved in Draw Something, are they? Zynga don't have that. Someone bought
1: Draw Something, didn't they? Yeah. It's one think, of those companies. Don't think it was... it
0: Pop... No, it's not PopCat.
1: No. Might have been Zynga. But basically, they bought it, and then no one cared about it longer. Yeah. They were like, so- we'll, we'll go and play the free version the other <laughs> new version. Yeah, Draw Something was such a fad, wasn't it? It went out so quick. <coughs> well, the people who still play it, play it online on the stupid free versions. What on PC, yeah, I yeah, didn't realise there was one. Well, that's sort of where it started, sort of. And obviously, tablets
0: just make that sort of drawing. I guess, but surely that, surely that means it plays better on something like iPad or something rather than. <laughs> no. <there's> not <laughs> many PC users have proper? I don't know. Tab.
1: Quite a lot of them do. And let's be honest, I Not don't the think... kind of numbers that Zynga would want. Well, no, but I don't think drawing things with a finger is actually really any easier than drawing things with a mouse, really. It's about it's the... It's quite a number. <laughs> you're, you're basically trading in, like, ease for precision. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd prefer to do it with my finger on an iPad, really, than use a mouse but that's the whole that's sort of the whole point of that of why the people who are still playing it might be the ones with tablets and stuff because they're it's like they're the people who actually care about growing rather than the people who turned up for a day and were like let's play this stupid game and then like draw a stupid finger painting and then they were done (laughs) because they didn't care anymore So that's kind of the the fun of it because some of those can be so shit (laughs) Well, you have to have moderately shit they have to be good enough to be able to tell what the intention was and then realize that the intention was a complete misread of what the actual thing
0: said. <laughs> well, what made me laugh when I was put for the brief period I was playing that game before I got bored of it? It was um that sometimes I could draw an incredibly super shit picture, for instance, you know drawing a horse, You're right yeah, it's fucking difficult. <laughs> And I'd draw the worst horse in the world, because it was something to do with, like, the saddle or something. It would be, would be the worst. Right. So I'd draw the like the thing and, the and, horse point, and
1: at, at the
0: saddle. point at the saddle. Yeah, with a big arrow. I don't know if that's really cheating on the, like, giant arrows, but it's... I don't know. But, yeah, and you'd, you'd just do that, and then it would... Then somehow someone would know what you were doing. Like, even if your ha- horse ended up looking a bit like a cow, and the saddle could have just been a spot on a Frisian. <laughs> it's... <laughs> fucking drawing horses man I tell you <laughs> it's so difficult it is they never look right the head always looks perfectly right but then how the head sits on the body always looks wrong and then the legs always look
1: wrong in <laughs> proportion to the body like, a horse is hard well horse legs are kind of weird mm. they will have backwards knees and shit or well, not mm. actually backwards knees oh well, they have proper knees don't they? <laughs> now try and imagine a horse <laughs> Fucking <laughs> difficult. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That might be part of my
0: problem. Yeah. Horses. Remember the horses. last time you saw a horse? This week, actually. Holy it? For real. I had a um, a meeting for work, but we, because we, we're Song's office at the moment, we did it at Newmarket. <laughs> it's a race course. <laughs> the best place for a meeting. Yeah. And they had, like, horses just riding around <laughs> as you would expect wild horses <laughs> <laughs> so yeah horses yep in the news
1: I heard there was a um, a PC version of Scribblenauts coming well they they announced that at the same time as the Wii U one.
0: Oh, did they I, I don't remember that yeah
1: even yeah, a... so that's kind of cool yeah and basically removes r- r- another reason to have the Wii U And or to buy a 3DS. Is it the same game then, or is it like like, the the remixed version on iPad? No, I'm pretty sure it's the same game. Apart from they've just, like, last week or something announced that the Wii U version will include, like, Mario, Luigi, and Princess Peach, and Zelda, and Link. And it's like, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're just people. (laughs) They'll just stand around and look like Paper Mario when they it. Yeah, exactly. They do pretty much look like that. So yeah, don't need to and apparently the the PC version is gonna have the Steam Workshop, so <laughs> someone will probably make Mario Luigi in about two seconds. Oh man, that's gonna be bonkers.
0: <laughs> Steam workshop scribble knot sounds like a terrible idea in a way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Shitting
1: dick nipples. <laughs> well, they already have that. That's the whole thing about this new one, where it's, like, combine items together or whatever. Yeah. Like, dogs with wheels. Auto-match. So it's just going to be, like, spores that, like, connect some penis-shaped objects to these dudes. <laughs> 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 it's basically what's going to happen. It's going to be so bad.
0: It's going to be, like, spore all over again. It's like, how many explicit objects can we make and how
1: quickly can we remove them? Yep. Yeah. Uh. But presumably it won't actually be that bad in Steam because it, the Steam work, it won't be like 4 where they were just like, we'll have it just automatically download into your game. Yeah. You'll <laughs> be like, no, you have to actually go into the Steamworks shop and select these files.
0: Yeah, you have to pick the things that you want. I don't know how that would work. Even on Wii U, like presumably if someone else made it, then you don't really want to go and select, oh, I want this object and stuff. That sort of seems
1: against the point of the game. You want to just type something yeah, in. Yeah, well, you name it like you name the object so you can type that word and give it back
0: yeah if it, if it works in the sense that you'd want it to be seamless so if you typed it in and it found something in its database with that name well I guess I
1: mean if they wanted to do it like that on Steam you'd just have the workshop interface more built into the game and have it so that when you type like a random word mm. it would try and search for it and say like this is what people have made that fits that word yeah <laughs> here is Jake (laughs) he's got a penis (laughs) (laughs) yep (coughs) totally so yeah buy that on Steam clearly not even on 3DS Booans (laughs) Booans hurry up and make new Advance Wars (coughs) yeah they're busy on something else though aren't they they've just finished the sequel to Pushmo so now they're free again (laughs) make advancements yep yeah. <laughs> god damn it everyone yeah. stopped liking Pushmo so much I don't really care for Pushmo well it's because it's on like 3DS wear so you you don't no <laughs> eShop yeah exactly
0: uh, apparently eShop's quite strong now well or relatively. it may be 3DS eShop anyway has some stuff yeah like Pushmo Pushmo so you're yawning now. you sure it's not late? Like
1: no, it's just... You're yawning. Genius. Yeah. Fucking yawning. Yep. Traitor. No. Fucking yawning. Sleeps for fools. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know, maybe I am more tired. It was a four o'clock night yesterday. Suddenly. <laughs> Suddenly. Yeah. I can't even remember what I was doing. That's the way it's the worst. <laughs> that is quite bad. It's like, it's four o'clock in the morning, there must not been a reason I stayed up that day. <laughs> you watching a video or something so anyway games I had a few late nights working on my chip step <laughs> really
0: yeah I get into a flow and it's like that one seems to be going okay for once like a bit of, a bit of... yeah but the, you
1: haven't got to the difficult part where you have to make an ending
0: <laughs> that's true <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. You're, I'm, I'm you're, working, you're like,
1: your ultimate <laughs> doom of having to make endings for songs.
0: It's already working out to be quite a long track because under its current composition it's like three and a half minutes.
1: Yeah, but you always say that as well. Where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I can't make a track that's under five minutes long or something. <laughs> that was why... You've definitely had a longer period where then like all your songs are that long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like sometimes
0: though, it worked, it works out better to be a short song. But this one, like, it's... It only really has two major phases, and is three and a half minutes long, <laughs> and it's because it transitions, and it's it's a bit like more of a, you know, how they do like with drum and bass tracks or something. They have to have the ridiculous build-up section. <laughs>
1: yeah. for any long.
0: Except in my case, the build-up section is like a different song. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened before as well. <laughs> yeah. Or the opposite, where the ending is a different song. Oh, well... <laughs> It's not really a different song. I like to do something different on the ending because, like, sometimes it works better as a crescendo thing to just go into <laughs> yeah, it. Diff- the- use all the same instruments to do something in the same key but a slightly different. There's one specific example I was thinking of though. What my uh, Beatles remix? Because that goes into that no. sort of like break step.
1: No, I was thinking more of a slight, a bit of a budget section <laughs> that you added <laughs> to the end of one song. Bunch it section that I
0: have. No one knows what the fuck we're talking about. No, it's like Rob's music. Yeah, get it if you can find it. If we ever we might refer to bunch it in the future though, because that just refers to anything where we think bunch it, bunch it, bunch (laughs) it, bunch it is a good idea.
1: (laughs) We might refer to that in
0: the future well yeah because it comes up every now and then you just you know as, as, you, you know, probably as a,
1: referred to it before yeah as, <laughs> I mean. a, as
0: a term bunchit means music that goes bunchit bunchit bunch it bunch it, bunch it, bunch it. Yep. A, a stupid fast drum beat a bit like poker I guess yeah sort
1: of <laughs>
0: <laughs> as our frequency level used to go it was always fun making bunchit levels out of the frequency tracks yeah <laughs> it's like what do we do? I don't know, just what the drums smash the, buttons. the <laughs> drums are kinda hard to make. What do we do? what's the simplest beat we could do? dumb dumb chuck. Remember. Uh yeah. So sorry, our new section was kind of shitty I suppose this week,
1: but so there probably was any news. No. Yeah. Probably not. I don't remember anyway. Uh, some people were doing twenty four hour streams for charity like yesterday and today. So there you go. Charity of some kind. Charity.
0: Oh I think I might. oh like... <laughs> I had a thought maybe I made some notes on my iPad about news. Oh my god, you actually had notes? Pretty sure I didn't. <laughs> okay, I, I think I had the intention <laughs> to write down some notes.
1: Great. But didn't actually do it. That's how organised I am. Yep. Yeah. Lord, I don't need notes, I just don't look at it. So, so I don't, don't have anything to forget. I suppose the Microsoft Surface got a price. Is that a shit price? Well... You, is, you, is the, it, the, well, more importantly, like what? More importantly, like how are the features of it for the price?
0: Well, the 32 gig Wi Fi version of the Microsoft Surface, which is the equivalent of my iPad, essentially. Yeah, but, um, but a Microsoft thing. But a Microsoft thing instead of Apple comes in at 100 pound cheaper than my iPad. Right, it's still 400 quid. Right. So. I don't know if that's. I, I'm a bit sceptical about whether they've hit the right mark there, because Microsoft doesn't actually have the best of images at the moment. Well, what are they even planning on putting on there? I mean. Windows 8 software. <laughs> well, yeah, but. Like, you know, whatever they call that interface now. Is it immersive or something they've
1: called it now? I don't know. I haven't heard they've come up with an EAM.
0: Windows Experience. Yeah.
1: XP. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Windows> XP. Bring <laughs> that back.
0: Windows EXP. <laughs> yeah I forget what it was, well wherever it is the metro apps fuck it phone <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah it'll be those basically because the that, the RT models coming out this year the pro version will like the full on versions of windows 8 laptops style machines won't come out till next year yeah and be probably presumably quite a bit more expensive like probably near a grand I reckon because mm-hmm. they're basically laptops but tiny yeah um but this is the thing: they're four hundred pounds, and you have, and the, but the the little the cool keyboard cover things, right? Seventy pounds. Mm. That's quite a lot. Admittedly, Apple charge through the roof for their shitty cover things. <laughs> so you want to you know want to know how much that plastic magnetic cover was for mine? Fifty quid. That wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, it was, 30, it was like thirty five. That's still a lot for a shitty magnetic cover. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't really have a choice though because that's the cool one that's the one that actually works properly Is like the, as that cover you know the magic cover or whatever yeah the one that's actually designed to fit and stuff yeah and then there's the um, what's it the leather versions of the Apple covers are like 60, 70 bells well, that makes more sense because it's, it's leather yeah and they come in various shades of brown yep naturally <laughs> of course various <naturally. laughs> shades of cow <laughs> <laughs> yeah So yeah, I don't know. It seems like they probably could have gone lower, I think, if they wanted to, because it's like, they're on the upper end of that middle ground, if you know what I mean. It's like, they're they're pushing it a little bit, because Android devices tend to be quite a lot cheaper than that. Yeah. But they're often quite a lot shitter than that, until the Nexus came about, which is a pretty neat device, and is super cheap. And it's like, I don't know, 400 sounds a bit steep, maybe, but... But you bought an iPad so what,
1: so yeah, what the I, fuck are you doing? <laughs> no, I don't care. I do, I
0: do know someone who has a Nexus, an iPad and has a pre-order on a Surface. Well, he probably is just obsessed.
1: It's not like he needs... It's a proper geek. Yeah.
0: yeah exactly. Saying so that, I am thinking, and I may have mentioned this before, of like not going Apple on my next phone.
1: Partly, uh, yeah. partly because the
0: contracts tend to be cheaper. Yeah. And partly because the new Lumia looks really cool. It's like Windows Phone actually is pretty neat. And I don't really buy many apps for my phones anymore because if I want like a game or something on a mobile device, I put it on my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So I'm still in on that ecosystem for that stuff. But like, yeah. like uh, the phone may be more useful for actual productivity stuff. But this is the one thing yes. I think that the Surface will have going for it. I think it will be better at actually doing work. Cause yeah, probably. Because the, the RT version is going to ship with a version of Office built in. Mm. Like, admittedly in the Metro style, so there'll be not quite full-on versions of Office, but you'll still be able to use your OneNote, for instance. OneNote is just the most useful thing I think I'd want from that. Because I have OneNote on my iPad, and the fact that the iPad is missing a tab key <laughs> is kind of... makes that kind of shitty. Right. And... There's a there's a limit on how much you can use OneNote's syncing capabilities with your SkyDrive before you have to pay and the amount you have to pay is a tenner something like that which seems a bit steep hmm. for for an app like that but it's a, um I have found some other possible solutions to that like there's a there's a program called Outline but you know annoyingly it doesn't sync to a OneNote in your SkyDrive you have to put it up on a Dropbox or something as a file and then it can sync to that Dropbox
1: which is less convenient (laughs) that's always the still plan it was like it was like the old Gmail exploit where it's like you're going to give us a shit down the space where we'll we'll start using Gmail as a hard disk (laughs) yeah (laughs) like automatically emailing shit to ourselves
0: (laughs) it's kind of annoying because unless you go Android actually there is no ideal solution for this stuff yet because it's like if you go Android it has proper support for the Google apps through through its web, through its browser, yeah. Um, and you can use, you can gain access to Google Drive and all the Google apps properly through the browser on your computer. So that's okay. And because you get both Android phones and Android tablets, all of all the bases are covered and everything works. You know, you have, you you can sync everything everywhere. Yeah, in Android land. On Apple, you have a problem because if you want to get at your Google Docs, the mobile <laughs> versions for Safari are terrible. They don't work very well. It's enough to view them, but editing them is a royal pain in the ass. Hmm. Um, you, can, uh, you can still get it files on your Google Drive that, you know, if they're PDFs, for instance, it can read those fine, like, text files. Not a problem. Um, it's the same with if you want to use SkyDrive on the Apple devices. You, have, you fall into the same problems. The SkyDrive web apps don't work very well on Safari. Um, OneNote app isn't very useful unless you're reading it's useful for reading things but if you want to make structured notes it's not so great you have to basically just make a wall of text and format it later <laughs> um, so I don't know if like a Windows ecosystem might fix that you know like the Surface tablet combined with a Windows 8 phone combined with Windows computers then they may finally have an ecosystem that works well, yeah, I guess they haven't really tried before, I suppose. I mean you can do all that stuff on Apple, but it's a too simplistic version of it. Like yeah. you don't you don't um the you know, you don't there is no proper note taking thing on Apple. You get that, that note software which is as basic as you could possibly have a note taking piece of kit and that will sync. Yeah. But they they haven't quite mastered that yet, Apple. No. And no one else wants to make it work on Apple properly it seems. Which is really annoying. So, anyway, tangent. <laughs> tangent? It was news, I suppose. Ted, yeah, sort of newsy.
1: What are you been playing this week then? Game! <laughs> There's lots of stuff, Sort well, sort of. Lots of little bits of stuff. First of all, we'll say the thing that I can't talk about was Planet Side 2. I got into the Vita. But that's all closed beta and NDA so I can't talk about it but I only played it for like 10 minutes and then you turned up and we played Guild Wars instead
0: <laughs> <laughs> can you give us a sound that describes those 10 minutes without telling us any information well just a sound I'm trying to
1: think of an appropriate noise a, a syllable <laughs> I think of like two noises alright this sums up my first 10 minutes of that was ding <gasps> <laughs>
0: okay, you heard it here first So there you go
1: Flat Side 2 Ding <laughs> It's a game Apparently Because I logged in Okay <laughs> A 3D world exists It's a <laughs> Flat side 2 It's a thing There we go I actually didn't do anything In those 10 minutes I'll tell you that much. Okay It's like I logged in And then started looking at the menus And then you turned up Just <laughs> even if you wanted to like apart from the NDA, yeah, yeah, never gonna say. No, good, good to know. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, so let's talk about Guild Wars Two, I
0: guess. Yeah, what's well, so? What's up in Guild Wars Two? What do you mean? What's up in Guild Wars Two? In, well you know we've been playing Guild Wars 2 and I'm not really sure what to add to that really because it's still Guild Wars 2 well I haven't been playing it much apart from when we've been playing it's it it's still awesome I suppose we did, we we did, did like, World did world, world. world yeah,
1: yeah I had a taste of that because I'm told I, I've said we should wait till 30 so we at least had a, all our skill slots filled for the Elite which is wise but I think we should wait until 80 well yeah because obviously. then we,
0: we can actually compete <laughs> And be useful. Well, we we killed at least one guy like I, two on one. I got like two, I think kills in total that actually got assigned to me. Well, I, I doubt it. You probably got quite a lot actually. No, uh, it looks like yeah. I only said two. It's <laughs> because it's like I get a lot of experience for assists and stuff. Yeah, I didn't get. I only got like two outright kills.
1: Well, like, depends but, like final blow stuff. I feel like. it Depends what you mean by a even because they do because well, like when they're down, you have to do the stupid finishing blow and all that shit. Yeah or just hit them until they die yeah. <laughs> which is the much safer option because 90% of the time if you try and do the finishing move they'll just like move out of the way <laughs> because a lot, a lot of classes have stupid teleportation moves when they're
0: down wait finishing move what you can walk up to them and press like a there's their context key or something yeah it's the F
1: button like everything else no I didn't try that you just walk up to them while they're on the floor and press F and then you do a dramatic like huh, <laughs> and then you stab them with like a giant pole that comes out of the sky somehow <laughs> sweet but that, that virtually never works because you can't do it to thieves because they can teleport you can't do it to mesmas because they can teleport <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can do it to I don't know if elementalists can teleport but I think they might be able to <laughs> <laughs> so it's like 90% of the time when you're trying to do that to someone it's just like uh <laughs> 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 just move out of the way <laughs> And even like even you like engineer, you've got that stupid move where it causes a big explosion and knocks over and over. So if someone's about to do that to you, you can just go, Nope <laughs> yeah. But then someone else will just run up and do it again <laughs> But never mind. You can piss off one guy. So
0: it was interesting, at least. But I, I think, yeah, I, I think we need more levels. Well, we
1: also had a bit of a play. We also ended up on a kind of a dumb situation. Our team seems kind of rubbish. Well, at that at that time mm. on that on that area of, of the four, mm. we were on the the I, mean, well, I guess we were on our board lands, which I thought would be safe because uh, it's like this is our board lands. Mm. But um, our team didn't really have anything anywhere, we were, we were so...
0: <laughs> pretty, we were pretty overrun. And we ended up in this enormous, like, two or three hour long t- tug-of-war style battle.
1: It was really between dumb.
0: Between two forts. Because it's like... But as soon as anyone got anywhere near the other fort, it's like, they just... In fairness, I think we were
1: attacking more than we were defending. Yeah. Well, it's because our, our, the fort that we were defending had so many fucking siege weapons in it yeah. for some reason. I guess because they knew. But it's like, because well, we came on... And that thought was the big keep thing was still ours. Mm. And, then, and then we like went down there and there was like a V-point or whatever up in the rafters. Yeah. And then it was like oh shit here comes the enemy blob and they came and they just like waltzed in and it was like what? But then once they actually took it it was like why can we not get this back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't seem like this should be that difficult. I mean they had more people than us but even so. They weren't
0: yeah whenever they pushed forward we just sort of like trounced them in a couple of seconds and which was quite useful if I didn't fancy taking the walk because I could just sit I I, I spent ages as a corpse on the battlefield guiding Zach's siege weapon shots like your trebuchet shots in the middle of the battlefield going left a bit (laughs)
1: left a bit it's the death spying just watching them coming in being oh that was a good shot but yeah, that kind of situation, like where you get a little, there's always somewhere where it's going to be like that, where there's just like a <laughs> face off, and you just jiggle backwards and forwards. or it's either that. Or it's, it's kind of funny watching it as it comes because it just it just happens in massive
0: pushes, doesn't it? Until yeah. You reach the defences. It's like oh no, they're running this way. It's like retreat. retreat. Yeah, because
1: it's like you, most of the time you know you can't win. Yeah. Before, so it's just like you have a bit of a face off and then It's like oh shit, they've got more people than us. <laughs> yeah, run away! Run away! <laughs> Pull back to the wall, yeah, and then you stand there, and then they try and make them push on the wall. It's like, no, we've managed to kill enough of them that they go and do them back off again. Quick performance.
0: <laughs> yeah, my engineer grenade kit was pretty useful at just throwing shit at the wall, yeah, and getting people on top of it. And just it's a bit more difficult throwing stuff off of it because the grenades just tend to explode on impact on sitting in front of your face, yeah. It's, it's, like it's the, really I mean, you have
1: to like stand right on the edge, and then you'll see for exposed, yeah, and you get hurt pretty quick. That's why the mortar is kind of useful for that situation, but of course the mortar doesn't have virtually any range, so (laughs) you have to shoot things that are very close to the wall, but at least you can put it a bit further than that. That's so, so, yeah. true. But the problem is as, soon as yeah, people tend to get close to the wall because that's where all the... Well, they do eventually once they get Once, once they, they go for the game. Or once yeah. they're trying to be stealthy and like sitting right next to the wall and shooting up at it yeah. or picking off the siege weapons. So I was corners. doing for a bit. Yeah.
0: But then when you get caught like that... You're totally buggered. You're buggered and no one can really rescue you there. No. Although there was that time where... Several people tried, that basically... I <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. Rob's court became a death trap. Where like, he was a man dead, and then like, random dudes would try and resume and die, and then another dude would come and die. Okay. And then one of them would get back up, and then be like, okay, I got this, I'm gonna get this time, and then die.
0: <laughs> pretty funny. That was the honey part of death. It's like, I didn't, I, I could have walked out and saved people a lot of trouble. <laughs> but it was hilarious. It was, was funny, I just watching it
1: yeah if you don't get any if it's like the trouble is if you don't get one of those kind of direct face-offs you just get the stupid like running round in circles where it's like mm. like Battlefield where it's like capture this point and then move on to the next point and in the meantime have some enemies and come up and caught the point behind you and then you just go round in circles forever yeah. <laughs> they're
0: a bit tenacious aren't they some of those guys like following us around and so like you see a group of
1: them from afar it's like oh god there's a lot of them run run very fast <laughs> Well, you have to be. In, you have to sort of know the escape routes. Mm. It's kind of the trick, or know when to jump the fuck off a cliff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the classic. Sacrifice man. myself. <laughs> so yeah, we did that. I guess some of it. That was pretty fun. We do need better stats though. Yeah. The more stats we get, the you know, the well, I won't say it will be that great because it'll always be the same situation as like numbers I need of more, are the important thing. I need a more powerful machine as well. <laughs> well, apparently. It, it
0: runs like shit. That was might that have been I, com- I think that was, might have just been because we were attacking a place with that lightning storm. True. That didn't help. Yeah, and you know, the fact that it was all snowy and there was, like, snowflakes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And even if I, when I lowered the game to, like, the lowest possible settings, it still ran, like, dirt. <laughs> it was, it was pretty horrible. There was just so much going on. Oh, yeah. There was, like, s- a good... Couple hundred people, probably. Yeah, probably. In that, in that little area. And it was struggling.
1: And I was struggling to find anything to do, because, because I, <laughs> I remember my character that I was like, he was a thief, and it's like, what how do you even do anything? All I could do, well, my, like, my main, The main thing that I worked out that I was actually good at was stopping people, stopping like lone people from running away. Because my shadow step skill cripples them and immobilizes them for a second. So I can just go ding cripple and then teleport straight back out.
0: Mm. (laughs) So yes, you aided everyone else in killing people. Yeah,
1: whenever there was one like, you get those singular guys who just break off in the middle of the mass and then just try and run through, Mm. you can stop them. Although sometimes you can't stop them. Because these guys are tough. <laughs> Obviously, because they're the ones doing that ridiculous kind of thing. Mm. Respect for it. Yeah. You do have to carry a different skill set as well, because
0: so like, how you have to tackle it is quite different from.
1: <laughs> well, turrets in your case yeah. are not quite as effective. No, they just die way too quick. Yeah.
0: Swap them out for something else. It's probably might be better to have a companion or something like as my elite skill. Maybe. For that. I well, wonder how effective the
1: power suit is. But... Well, the trouble with that is it probably takes quite a while to like get in. It's not an instant thing because it's like it's a deployed thing. Mm. It appears and then you have to get into it. Pull it out of battle and then walk it in. Or... <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't last that long. So no. like a minute or whatever. Something else could get it. Yeah, they could. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't, know. For
0: them. don't know quite how, how to in that yet. But yeah, we've got Plenty of single player to do yet.
1: Yeah. I don't know. We got to, lighten getting in the Order of Whispers. Yeah. Doing some dumb shit there. It's pretty funny. And we haven't yet worked out exactly where it's going to send us. So it's pretty goofy, isn't it? Really. Yeah, the Order of Whispers is kind of dumb. It's like, it's what, so, like, the Priory or...
0: Priory is slightly less dumb. So it's the... Do the storylines for the various... For the three... Orders... Are they orders or are they... Well, yes, that's what you call them. Yeah. And for the three... Like, so are the storylines for the three orders roughly the same by that point in the game then? As in, presumably you've played the Priory a right, couple yeah. of times? And like does that follow the same rough plot then? Or, is it, or, is it, or do the race and class requirements factor into it a little more at that stage because it sounds like they that you know we're possibly out of the race-based stuff to a
1: degree yeah I think so once you get once you've basically once you go to the lion's arch thing and you have that meeting between the five different dudes from the five different races mm. it's like no we're not going to get that together that's when you're like that's the end that's the end of your racial story basically and then you're just' trying to get everyone together mm. so you lose the race start. Like the priority, like, the orders one is... Because it
0: felt like oh, the, the Asura storage wasn't really complete, you know, in a
1: way. Because, like, you didn't really come to a good conclusion, did it? Well, the thing that the thing is that, like, because I'd already played nearly to the end of the game in the human with... Well, I mean, obviously, I, towards the end of the game, you've, like, joined back up. So all the orders have joined back together at the end. So you're kind of completing the... The diamond. Yeah, completing the diamond. So... Like that whole the whole Asura personal storyline bit related to the race is going on about that guy who discovers like the dragons are eating magic or whatever. Alright, yeah, yeah. And that like turns up right at the end of the game. It's like past the bit where the diamond joints back up, so that is where you suddenly realise that that's actually relevant. Hmm. And I didn't I just thought that was something that someone had found out at some point. I didn't know that it was actually like the main part of the Asura storyline. It comes back. Well,
0: yeah, because it's sort of gone away now, isn't it? Because it's like... Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, because the council kind of... You know, the council knows about this stuff, but it's hiding it from, for some reason. And But you go and tell the orders, basically. Yeah, you go and tell the orders, and then they want to do something about it. But... Yeah. but that's kind of now disappeared, isn't it? Because we're off on errands,
1: almost. Learning the ropes. Yeah, I guess we haven't we haven't really done because I think this is how it all goes with all three of the orders at least from what I've seen in the priories. like basically the guy you the person you team up with on your first mission or whatever is like an idiot and they they're like oh but I don't want to go and do the important thing that we've been told to do I want to go do this other thing that I felt like doing <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that whole first mission is like just a does around almost Although it's still relatively important in some ways. Mm. But there's like eventually you get back on task. So it's like, now we're going to do something slightly more important the impactful. <laughs> I don't think we've done that yet. So what we're doing is a waste of time. Well, and we've like, just finished the waste of the time with it, haven't we? Because we had we had to go and get that woman. Mm. And then we had to get her out of Lion's Arch. And then it's like, now go to the... Pro- with go the help order. of Lady Wee! Now go to the order headquarters. That's her actual name, don't look at me like that though. Lady Wee Spelled W I Lady Wee. There's like <laughs> I think our next mission is go to the Order headquarters, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. So that's where we'll actually like meet the actual leader of the order and he'll be like, What have you been doing, you idiots? <laughs> Come <laughs> over here and get back to work. <laughs> yeah, we've
0: done something. I quite don't quite know. Why did we start doing that? Because it was just like meet up with this guy, wasn't it? And then he started telling us to deal with this.
1: Yeah, well, he's like the men. He's like the mentor, and he's like, "I'm going to lead you to the orders base, but first, I've got this thing I need to deal with." Only he didn't actually need to deal with that thing. He was just an idiot. Oh, who that, wanted. Is, is well, that's that why. He, that's why he said, though, wasn't it? Like he's actually a total noob, and yeah. he just felt like doing something interesting. <laughs>
0: I'm not sure he said that. It, was like, it? it sounded like it was his assignment, his first field mission, wasn't it? Sort of, yeah, but... To he report. didn't have
1: to drag you along, is basically what, what the result of that was. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> he should have just told you where to go. It's goofy. Yep.
0: But it's... It's a kind of well-done kind of goofy, isn't it? Like, the not-self-serious form of it. I guess. I just kind of felt like that was perhaps the problem with the first Guild Wars, and that, that it its story just kind of fell flat it's like it has some cool, like neat ideas I suppose but the way it was presented was so it was pretty shit well there was a lot of them. and it was all very like yeah, as I say all the characters were like kind of grand and were kind of like we must stop this. Yeah, oh, look at me with my
1: sword. Oh. The, the, the trouble with Guild one story; is it was unnecessarily convoluted. it's like, first of all, you're in Ascalon and you're dealing with the child it's like, okay, okay, shit, we haven't abandoned Ascalon, so let's get the fuck out of here. And then you just walk into Krytra, and it's like, okay, White Mantle, what are we we going to join them? And then, oh shit, we actually need to fight them. Yeah. And we fight them for ages, and we get through the jungle, and it's like, well, actually, that's not even relevant because now we need to go to the desert, yeah. <laughs> and now we have to ascend, and now we have to talk to this fucking dragon about things and then the dragon tells us we have to go to the fire chain (laughs) it's like it's all totally like always irrelevant to the actual end of the game where it's like okay now you have to defeat the evil god dude or
0: whatever
1: (laughs) there's like no real
0: theme is there it's just a meandering thing yeah
1: Uh, like getting you from
0: place to place yeah it's hard to be invested in it I think whereas the world well both the world is the world feels so much richer in 2 yeah and like much more coherent everything ties together far better it's awesome <laughs> sum that up it's still awesome so what else we got what, how, how's your Borderlands <laughs> like?
1: is that calmed down or are you still putting hours into it no we basically I don't we haven't played it again since we finished it basically you finished it yeah we finished it and then did like a, a little tiny bit of the start of the second playthrough Mm. I think I talked about that already. Yeah, I think yeah have. About how it was of comb- butt... How, how it was ass, how it's like, I have all these awesome weapons, and now all the shit weapons are better than my awesome weapons, so I have to use shit weapons again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boo. I have been playing quite a lot of Borderlands 2 regardless of that, because I was playing one of the other characters' classes. Not even the new one. I did play that for, like, a couple of minutes. What, Macromancer? Yeah. To oh, get, that,
0: that actually came out.
1: Yeah, to get to the point where I can use the action skill and see what it was. Mm. And... People aren't kidding when they when they say like it's the piss easy class for girlfriends because <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's like um, Can you push the button and it wins for you. Basically, it's like uh, the, uh, the runs as Action Guild is like summons a floating robot torso that just beats the shit out of stuff. Hmm. But not only does it beat the shit out of stuff, it draws aggro quite a lot. So yeah, it keeps stuff off you really well. Hmm. And it lasts, like, for two minutes or something. <laughs> so it lasts fucking forever and doesn't take that long to recharge. Does it get destroyed easily? Or... Not that I've noticed. Hmm. It hasn't seemed to have been taking that much hit point damage. Hmm. So it's just like, that's, like, easy mode. And quite a lot of the actual skill tree skills are like more subtly than the giant robot thing but then like quite a lot of them are sort of subtly making it in the sort of easy mode as well where it's like it seems like the main sort of bonus stat bonus type stuff for the Necromancer is, to, is basically more damage but less accuracy so it's like you don't have to be as accurate but you still do more damage hmm. And then, and particularly it was particularly obvious because there's one of the skills where it's like <laughs> Any bullets that hit a wall near an enemy bounce to the enemy. <laughs> oh, <No>, right. <laughs> so it's like, easy mode. Yeah, it does sound pretty ridiculous. Lazy mode, basically. But... <laughs> yeah. So I tried that for like five minutes and was like,
0: yeah, this is kind of easy mode. Maybe it was to make people not worry about it too much being a pre-order bonus
1: thing. Yeah, maybe. So let's just make a shit buzz. <laughs> but then I, the main thing I've been playing is I... The one, when I, in my main playthrough, I'm playing as the siren, and the person I'm playing with was playing as the assassin dude. But I wanted to try the assassin dude because I wanted to see what it was like if you went down the melee tree. Oh, right, yeah. Which is kind of weird to even exist in Borderlands because it's like, is the game all actually done? Apart from there's this whole skill tree where it focuses almost entirely on your melee <laughs> skills.
0: It's kind of annoying because they didn't, one of the things we sort of predicted, doesn't it, that perhaps they'd introduce a melee. Weapon system, yeah, but they haven't really. <laughs> you still
1: get the guns with knives on them, yeah, <laughs> and do massive are, melee damage. Not sure I really <laughs> but yeah, I've been playing that character and trying to get down the down the melee tree, and that's actually kind of fun. I haven't quite got to the bit because I wanted to get high enough level to get basically the last skill on the melee tree, which is it's also tied to an achievement, which is another reason to do it. But yeah. the 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 last skill on that melee tree is like when you go into your cloak thing basically that whole tree is like well from the start when you go into cloak it's like the longer you stay in cloak the more damage your next shot does so you like cloak and then wait and then do the death shot but then that also applies for melee so that whole melee tree is like bonus melee damage and then like melee bonus melee damage from behind and <laughs> that sort of stuff and like a dashing melee attack Naturally. So so you can do lots more interesting melee things. But then, like, the last skill of it is when you're cloaked and you kill someone with a melee attack, it adds to your cloak timer and just re-cloaks you. So you can just chain and kill all the shitty enemies in the area, basically.
0: So do you think it might work better as a character, like, when you're playing co-op, then, because of the potential lack of
1: aggro? or Maybe. I mean, it does work pretty well by yourself, just cause the, well, the hologram draws all the aggro when you cloak. It's not mm. like the enemies just forget that they're fighting you wander off. <laughs> well, they, they can do that sometimes. But generally, like, when you project the hologram, they will start fighting that, and then you can, like, position yourself and just murder them. Hmm. And it's pretty ludicrous. And I've, I've been com- cause I haven't got the chain reaction skill yet. I've mainly been combining it with a shotgun. And it's actually ludicrously powerful where it's like badass enemies you'll just like cloak wait until the last possible moment then do the death melee attack and that takes off like half the health and then you just go blam! So <laughs> they just die with the shotgun. So it's like ludicrously powerful for that split second. Although if you if you don't you know that period when your skill is recharging that's when you kind of suck a bit more. Hmm. You just have to like leg it around and try to avoid fire. Play it normally I suppose. Yeah so yeah that's pretty funny but I definitely want to try out that chain reaction skill and then get that stupid achievement for staying cloaked 10 seconds alright then yeah Is that, that, last two? that character's like level 22 now and my main character's like finished the game and it was about 37 I think and I wanted to play some more on, with Kiffers but his internet wasn't up to it Oh, no. Or at like least his out. internet wasn't up to it when he was also streaming. Yeah, of course not. That's never going to work. <laughs> well, it worked the first time. And it actually seemed to be working all right
0: for his Halo Reach as well.
1: Yeah. It worked the first time we, we, when I joined his Borderlands on his stream, and it was mm. perfectly fine, apart from the initial connection problems that we had. Yeah. How How is that system now? Because it was a bit shitty before. I don't seem to patch that as far as I can tell. Mm. I still had to put myself into the DM. Well, no, actually, last time when I did try and join Kimmers. It did join without me having to DMZ it, so I don't know. Excellent. And then I thought I was lagging because I hadn't DMZ it and it, turned it on. It's, so is it still all GameSpy? No, it's their own system now. Okay. So
0: presumably the inviting and joining stuff isn't so awkward and
1: yeah it works pretty well ok it's like all it's your we had
0: problems like sending invites and you don't know if the invites <laughs> actually been sent and, yeah, and then, then sometimes it wasn't and then sometimes it hadn't been and then you, you you'd click it and say like, have you actually clicked to join me and it's like yeah and it's like you just wouldn't appear in my game yeah
1: it does seem to work a bit better now when it works and like well, it just lists you like in conclusion fuck games by yeah it lists like all your friends who are playing on the main menu so you can just click on them and join their game or whatever that's pretty useful
0: yeah. So, do they use the Steam integration to do any of that? Like, mm.
1: so you can actually just pull up your friends list in the on the overlay. Well, you can do that with most games in Steam. It just variable of how efficiently that works. It's like you do that in Team Fortress. If yeah, someone's yeah, in a game, you. you just hit join and it's yeah, like, yeah. That's what, that's, what, that's what I mean. Is because that's in theory
0: the easiest thing to do on Steam, isn't
1: it? <laughs> well, in theory, apart from the like. That's a risky proposal, because it's like having to launch a game and then, like, remember this thing that you did outside of the
0: game. Yeah, but no, I mean, (laughs) actually, once you're into the game, use the Steam overlay with the friends list open to join, like you can in TF4. But since it's just on the front page of Warlands 2 anyway, you don't actually need to use the Steam one. Yeah, you might be right. Do you
1: have to, like, sign into any service or something, or is it just... Uh, No, you don't have to. There is a service that you can sign into, but I don't think it's actually needed. for okay. the, Unlike Torchlight 2, which is something else that I've been playing. No, smooth. Torchlight so, 2, <laughs> there's another 2. Yeah. Year of 2. Because I had not played Torchlight 2 for like nearly a, two weeks or a month or something. I can't remember how long it's the, been the, since what, I last talked about it. So Borderlands kind of screwed you up with No, it? it was just that I had other things I wanted to play other, and I wasn't feeling so much into Torchlight 2. Yeah, that's kind of funny well yeah that as well but uh like last night I got into that with the same person I was playing Borderlands 2 which is <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a problem for splitting our time up mm. but um because they've been playing it at work uh, as you know because I guess it's a suitable but it's a pretty good work <laughs> game. Suitable work time game yeah although somehow they, they, their main character had got further in the game than my one had, no. and they'd only been playing it at work <laughs> I was like okay and so we just both, we both started new characters how much work does he actually do at work <laughs> apparently not very much okay we both started new characters lifetime game not, not work game <laughs> no I think it is actually a work game in their case oh is he a journalist or something no just uh, not a very busy job oh okay excellent <laughs> yeah exactly They're on ISC most of the time, so (laughs) log into that and work as well. (laughs) So a whole kinds of shit. I'm like, who's here? But anyway, um, yeah, we both started a new character, and that actually seems to work pretty well in terms of like an online game. It didn't seem to have any problems Mm. or noticeable lag, or anything. Although you do have to sign up to a Runic Games specific
0: account. Seems a little unnecessary, given their embracing of
1: steam. But... Yeah, you would have thought so. But yeah, we played some of that. It actually got quite far, quite fast. It seemed like things were... Even though we were playing on the same difficulty that all, all our mains have been on, which is like veteran, basically, yeah. we played on that again, but everything seemed to go down relatively... A lot of stuff seemed to do more damage, That with our combined damage output, we were just doing quite a lot of damage back. Are so you sort of like is it because your damage is more area effect
0: and it's like the the scaling sort of would make more sense on a one to one sort of basis
1: or no I don't think so I think it was just something to do with or well, maybe well apparently 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 they also got like a super lucky weapon drop quite early that did ludicrous damage uh. that was probably helping somewhat but I thought I was still doing quite a lot of damage with my skills because I was I decided my my main character was a engineer. <laughs> Again? <laughs> Again. Like, uh, like not Borderlands 2. Guild. Guild Wars 2. Guildlands, <laughs> Yeah, Guildlands. So I made another engineer. But that was, a, like, the torchlight engineers. And the way I played it, I went for, like, a cannon, which is, like, a sort of medium-range weapon, <laughs> basically. It's not quite short-range, it's not quite long-range. Are we talking, like, a hand cannon, or is it, like, a, a physical full-on cannon? It's sort of like a... You, cannonball cannon? It's sort of... Looks sort of like how the heavies' minigun would be, it's oh, like right. a huge ass thing that you carry by your side that just shoots. Mm. It look when it fires normally, it looks more like a shotgun glass, yeah. really. But and, but I do like one of the cannon skills you ha- is like it fires a more long range sort of bolt, so you can just, and sort of as is typical in 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 Torchlight one and two. You almost don't use the basic attack of your weapon most of the time. <laughs> it's like as long as you've got the mana, you can just hold down the same, that special cannon attack and just go bam 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 <laughs> just like you used to and like, one. So yeah, that's how I played Engineer, but then they played Engineer Melee and I my character that I was playing with them I went to the Berserker, which is has I try I was trying to spec it all for like health basically hmm. where the what the skills that I was going for you have like you have this dash move where you steal health as you dash through enemies but it only hits you only steal health from like two enemies out of however yeah, many okay. you hit but it's also quite useful because you can go through enemies so it's like good for manoeuvring yes, so you don't get in <laughs> yeah. so I took that but then I was also mainly speccing on the passive skills that where it's like Every year, all of the classes in Torchlight 2 have like a charge bar that charges up when you're, as you do combat, and then it does special things depending on what class you are. But the Berserker one, like when it gets full, you just get 100% crits. Right. So you just, there's like hella damage output for a few seconds. So I was doing all the passive stuff where it's like, now I can, now my charge lasts longer, and then it's like, now whenever I critical hit, I gain health. So basically, as soon as I hit charge, I basically become invulnerable because I'm getting <laughs> health every time I'm hitting things. Tank enough. <laughs> So, yeah, that was my plan with that, the all-out critical hits. And then it was like, now I've got a thing where also when I critical hit, it damages other enemies next to the enemy that I'm actually hitting. <laughs> Explosive crit Yeah. So I mean, that's what I was trying to do, and it seems to be working pretty good. But there's still quite a few things that were just one-shotting us occasionally, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, shit. Because, um, I mean, it's sort of the same between... It's sort of similar to like how Borderlands 2 is as well. Where it actually sort of makes you move, and Guild Wars too. It's like, they've developed the technique of actually trying to make you move around in combat. Oh, right. You can't just stand there and take it. You yeah. actually have to look at the enemy and be like, oh shit, he's trying to come from attack, you've got to move out of the way.
0: It always was a little, but it controlled a little less, like, the, the, you know, left click to move him, right click to shoot. Kinda, okay. Of, it had, it had W, A, S and D controls before, didn't it? Or it did, but when did you ever use those? <laughs> I don't know, I can't it doesn't know. have them any longer. It's been too long think. since I played it, I think. I can't really remember. Maybe it didn't. I, can't I know. I find moving like in that traditional control scheme a bit
1: tricky, though. Well, you had to always use the the, the shift thing to stop you, especially if you were using ranged weapons. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Just sort of plant
0: yourself. Yeah. So you can aim properly without moving all over the shop.
1: But the trouble is that. The trouble is, you also. I'm starting to think because there is a way to do. It. I think there's a way to do it in Torchlight like, 2's control scheme, but I can't remember what. But you'd have to set another button. But you, didn't, you it's like you need another button for don't attack things. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like yeah. just move. A stop button. Hmm. Although oh, no, not stop. Like. And like, let me tell you to go somewhere without accidentally clicking on an enemy and then having you shoot that rather than run the fuck out of the way. <laughs> uh,
0: a force move, basically. yeah. A bit like um, you know, the old CNC force move. Yeah.
1: yeah. do I, I think there is actually a button to do that, but then that'd be... Just, it's like, that'd be another fucking button you'd have to be trying to push as well as the stop move button mm. and the display loop names button or whatever. I've just been playing with loop names turned on now, which can be a bit dodgy or oh, well, like, just a display when anything's dropped yeah yeah I think I did
0: that in the first game but
1: well, in the first game I always had it off and then but I just had a button to show it so I just hit that all the time and mm-hmm. have like shift and alt and just hit them after every now yeah I think I gave up on that after all I've had a just like leave it turned on I don't know why I don't like it like that in Torchlight 2 but I've just had it turned on now and it's okay most of the time but the trouble is that like the bigger enemies and the better chess just got a shit ton of stuff <laughs> so you just get like a whole screen's worth of text so go, <laughs> and <he cuts> it. and <laughs> it's like oh that's why you try not to open chess until you finish with the combat mm. <laughs> so yeah
0: it does it's... I don't know quite what I feel about Torchlight 2 because from what I've seen it's like it's sort of the same and that's not necessarily a bad thing but it's like are they are they like outside areas? Are they moved away from the randomly generated stuff. It seems like it. It's, it's I, like it's I,
1: like planned areas, and I mean, I think the like dungeon areas, like the in the bits that are inside, are like still that randomly generated thing, but not mm. very random. It seems like the blocks are bigger. Okay, that can be fitted together, but there doesn't seem to be as much of that any longer. Mm. So, like when you do go into one of these dungeons, it's normally like two floors, and then you're done. Mm, rather than the five floor (laughs) rather than the infinite floors oh yeah (laughs) but yeah you spend a lot more time in the outside and well I can't I haven't managed to determine whether the outsides are randomly generated or not but they're definitely different between like my different characters it's like they're not always exactly the same map but I'm not sure whether it's actually random or whether it's a different Mm. map oh okay well, yeah, since they've, like, they've got several map designs
0: planned out, and which one you get is... Yeah. I'm quite nice to tell. Or is it, like, as you say, like an even bigger tiled version, so certain elements may be the same, but elsewhere? Yeah, it could be. It's not very easy to tell, though, because mm. it's quite open. Yeah, it looked more open, like just big expanses of nothing from some of the videos I've seen, like well, bigger expanses of nothing, because it was probably corridorized, wasn't it, and in... Yeah. in the first one yeah it was yeah it's like I don't know it's like a bit of me is kind of intrigued because I did kind of like the first game but it's I'm not sure I've seen enough new
1: <laughs> well yeah
0: you know what I mean to really draw me into this one apart from the fact that there's more pets
1: yep bulldog
0: yeah freaking bulldog yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not sure I like the idea that my
1: character has gone evil. Yeah. So it's my guy. I didn't even realise that that was that guy for quite a while. It's the and alchemist. I was like, oh wait, the alchemist, I get it now. It's the alchemist. <laughs> yeah, it's literally the alchemist. Yeah, the only one. Not the, you know, I don't know. The whole thing didn't make any sense. It's It was like, we went in there and we fought that dude and then we decided not to just leave. <laughs> They hang around in Torchlight, and it was like, "Oh shit, we've accidentally become evil." Yeah. Or that one guy has. It's like well, all this exposure
0: to Ember. Oh yeah, I remember now. All that stuff that I was reading about it fucking you up.
1: Yeah. Turns out it's fucked. Up. <laughs> Whoops. Well, <they're> weirdly, uh... <laughs> it's like there's still the Ember Mage class in Torchlight too. It's like their that'll be the boss in the next game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: this is the continuing thing the other two characters in it then.
1: Uh Yeah. Like the thief and the yeah the beard man. Yeah. they basically in the intro sequence. They fight yeah. the alchemist and then they're like, oh shit, we can't win. We better retreat. And then we find this other random adventurer dude and uh, get him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and this mysterious third party. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like that joke in Pity Arcade. Isn't it? like, <laughs> remember when we used to fight with this mysterious third party? <laughs> I still need to play that. I still need to finish Cthulhu second. So yes, apparently. I haven't played that in a while. It was all right, but, you know, I haven't really done it since I've been working from home, but... No. But, uh So he talks like to you. Yeah. i too much X-Factor at lunch. <sighs> Watched all the auditions now. they good. Like, no, they didn't really do an episode of, like, as much as that, the trailers at the end of each episode kind of made it look like, they never really did the, uh Everyone's crap so. Yeah, the everyone's cra- it's It's not as... It sounded like there's Gary Barlow's influence or something like he didn't want it to be so much of a joke anymore right so has a the show's taken the show yeah the show's taken on a more serious well I say a more serious stance it's like if you've seen anything to do with that Ryland character or something he's he's the new Jedward on his own
1: two for one yeah or one for two but anyway trade in (laughs) <laughs> anyway, enough talking about X Factor.
0: Also, seems like the people they've brought in, like to the live shows, because I watched the live show like yesterday. Yeah. Some of the other people they've brought in, not the best ones that were in the auditions. It seems <laughs> they've picked a weird bunch. They were just like screw you, guys, aren't they? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's kind of underwhelming. It's like there were some seriously good people. But they're not all there. Anyway, I don't know why I care. No. I still don't know why I really like it. But it's
1: no. It's
0: a bit of That's
1: true. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what? dancing. I mean, what the heck? What's good about that? <laughs> I can't hear dancing. Well, this is tap dance. <laughs>
0: it's hard to make a tap that sounds out of t- out of key. <laughs> the tap doesn't really have a key
1: not a key though it's timing
0: ta- 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 oh, that could that could be quite entertaining if they're really loud tappers but with like tapping some other team
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so anyway i can't remember if i was going to say something else about to watch two, i felt like i was going to so what, how do you feel about it? you've talked about like mechanically and stuff like that but you know compare it to the first game is it is it really worth it because it's like I, i'm not convinced if you know what I mean, as I say, they're like people who want more torchlight, yeah, no brainer, it's torchlight. I guess, but you're going to like it. But I'm still, well, I you know, well, yeah, I'm not sure, you know, if I want a game that's the same. Well,
1: yeah, but you didn't really play torchlight one that much. I mean, you did i not adapt- finish the story yeah. <laughs> yeah but that wasn't exactly a long story you read it it like 20 hours <laughs> yeah didn't hours. you like 20 hours so. <laughs> and also you weren't playing it seriously you were like that was your work that was my love time. time yeah yeah. so it was bitty I okay, think that probably makes it longer but yeah I don't know talk to to maybe you know wait for it to get cheap wait for <laughs> Christmas <laughs>
0: It's already not badly priced really for the content
1: well yeah exactly
0: if you're a believer in the pound per hour ratio it's <laughs> yeah. pretty good for that But what isn't really it feels like a more a, a, a good value proposition when you put it next to Diablo anyway <laughs> does it though because Diablo is meant to be hella long yeah but a lot of people play for it once and then don't play it again whereas a lot of the like, you know, a lot of people that I know have, like, started on the harder difficulty levels and were like, fuck this shit. Yeah, but that's not really going to
1: be any different for, like, Torchlight, in theory. Maybe not. Depends on what they do for, like... Because in, like, Torchlight 1 there is the endless dungeon and therefore yeah. you never had to stop playing it.
0: Did you ever a toy with the mod stuff?
1: Yeah. So, oh, so how how, to some extent. So how does that work out? You just, how <laughs> bad shit can you make it? You just put the, it in there. I got the achievement for getting, like, ten mods at once. Oh, really? I deliberately picked carefully to make sure it was like non-ridiculous mods the main mods that I wanted was just like more story space (laughs) so I could obsessively collect all the unique shit and all the gems yeah and the gems well I don't think I did use use I don't think I used the extra story I don't think I did actually use that I installed it and then I was like oh look it spawns like 10 chests in the town and I was like yeah but I can't trust that story space (laughs) Hmm. so if I accidentally delete this mod then what happens to all my shit (laughs)
0: Presumably the file that saves the like be a, perhaps they like thought of that and like there there's a block that sort of saves in your save file that's Maybe. Like marked as belonging to that mod so it doesn't get altered by other things. Maybe. But I couldn't risk it. You'd think they'd have thought about that.
1: You'd think, but it's but it's modders, it's not even like real programmers.
0: Well no, but I yeah, but if it's saving to your main save file then presumably the main game has to provide some means for the mods to be able to save so they, you know how the game the game itself could maybe be the one that handles how the mods save their or where their mods save their information relative to that save possibly I don't know so they could, they probably came up with
1: some systems so you could mix and match and turn shit off and on I can't remember what I did actually use the mods for in the end I still had I had a couple that I left on oh I had the I had the mods so that you could have the ferret pet in Torchlight like one because they removed it like right at launch and so there was an easy mod to put that back in basically (laughs) they took out where did they take out the ferret they didn't have time to finish it or something Uh. it was like very nearly done you have a ferret in Torchlight 2 yeah although in Torchlight 2 it's more realistically sized Uh because in Torchlight 1 it was like fat it was like as big as the dog or the cat (laughs) Whereas the George Light is now tiny and, like, impossible to see in combat. Because <laughs> it's like, there's a whole bunch of enemies standing in a circle there. I guess my pet must be in there somewhere. <laughs>
0: can you have a cat that's actually a cat? Yeah. You can have a cat or a jaguar. That's better. <laughs> or a cat cat.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Does it, does it make cat noises? Don't know, I haven't Meow. used it.
1: <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Something like that
0: fucking meow
1: fucking cheap, I was like yeah a <laughs> bird yeah. yeah
0: it was an eagle thing wasn't it With yeah a falcon type thing yeah but you can have that in your ones as well for a hunter yeah you have an owl oh shit yeah <laughs>
1: the owls <laughs> the owls <laughs> the owls it's conveniently segues into Fez yeah should we do that next We've still got other things to talk about yeah, what, do you, what do you
0: think we should do here do, do you want to go spoilerific yeah well,
1: it's not so much spoilers really, is it? It's like puzzles. Yeah. We don't need to say how we solved any of these puzzles, we can still make it fairly mysterious. Yeah, it's true. It's
0: kind of, it's a difficult thing, because a bit of you kind of, a bit of me kind of really wants to just sort of talk about the, the trials and what the solutions were when we looked them up and some,
1: some... Well, it was the things and, that were done, that like... Really hard, really hard stuff. Well, I mean, the ridiculously hard stuff we did look up and then we like, we were not actually going to get that because it was literally ridiculous. Yeah, I don't... I don't feel Rather quite... than, like, the number system where it was like, we nearly had it, but then we didn't because it was... The actual solution we probably could have got. Well, it was because... It
0: was... it was because the number system... The redundancy thing for us. Yeah,
1: the redundancy thing is like, if you've already done the a, letter
0: system... Yeah, this is, a, this is a hint that really doesn't ruin it. Uh, There's like, there are some numbers that can have multiple symbols.
1: Yeah, it's because if you've already done the letter system... Because mm. the, there's like each of the letter symbols is rotated four different ways, and that is four di- well, not necessarily four, or at least two mm. different ways, and that's different letters. You think that in the number system, each of these four different rotations of this symbol will be different numbers, but they aren't. Yeah, or well,
0: not necessarily. Not necessarily. Yeah, because you, your, your original theory was going up to well, there's probably like sixteen, 16 different symbols. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, does one of these numbers mean 16? Have we accidentally stumbled upon a hexadecimal-based yeah, number system?
1: That kind of stuff made sense. Base 16 numbers. And I very nearly... It's like, I knew the idea of that, of, like, the three equations to tell you the thing. Hmm. And I had a great theory recently that turned out not to be <laughs> accurate, but then turned out that it was actually even... It was just because of the redundancy thing. I wasn't getting the right numbers. I was so
0: disappointed that my music theory regarding the bell wasn't right or was but not quite not quite it's not and that wasn't my fault the actual note is it doesn't quite match it's one semitone out
1: but why? It's like—is that actually because of an error or something? Is like, did, did they just did well, they get that wrong? No, I read. Or was that it intentionally not meant to be to do? I the don't. Basic? think it was, it, it was just conveniently
0: close. I think. And like I read somewhere online, that the bell tones that they picked are supposed to mimic those used by the Tower of London, right? Not yeah, the Tower of London. I think well it's not Big Big Ben's the one bell. I was trying to think of the name the, do the bells have in, in the, the tower's called like the Elizabeth Tower now isn't it because Is they it... renamed it for the Jubilee. League how did they <laughs> <laughs> so the bells in the Elizabeth Tower <laughs> they're supposed to be modelled after like hey go dong 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 or something yeah except they, and I'm not even sure that's right no it sounds like one of the one of the bells seems too far away from that yeah like too low that didn't matter. But it was, it was, it was, it was like, I thought that, that could have been a really awesome way of doing it. Well, you would have thought there might have they, been if, a musical if, thing in there somewhere. If the, well, if they'd tied it all together. So it's like you could have figured... If, if you could figure it out like that... What, and you figure out the numbers from that? Yeah, or at least get one a couple of the numbers out
1: of it. Yeah. yeah. That, that seems like a missed trick. Maybe. You didn't miss very many other tricks. <laughs> no. In terms of various ways of working things out. But yeah. So, what, what, what did we end up
0: looking up? Is, is, is well, we ended
1: up looking up the numbers because of the redundancy thing, and because I, the, the first time I looked things up, I looked for like more vague hints, and it was mm. it said like there's actually a pattern way that tells you what the numbers were, and there is a way where it's like these different like strokes of the number actually like add up to the number that it's showing based on previous numbers, mm. but it's not it's not obvious enough to to me and also because of the because we didn't know of the redundancy at that point it it's more obvious why they're redundant when you know that mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> you have to know both of those things and then it's like oh then no, it makes sense it's like there are
0: it's also worth noting that there are more anti cubes than you need yeah in the game Paren- there's a couple more that we apparently yeah because well one of the things we got stuck on like you know, there's, there's two anti-cubes there's only two anti-cubes in the game that rely on the numbers yeah there's the bell and I can't remember the other one oh the, um, the boiler room yeah um, so there's only two that, those two that rely on the number system really but you know we, we sort of messed around with the th- throne room things to the point where the actual solution was something we tried and just couldn't get to work. Or maybe failed to or do fa- exactly fa- right. Yeah, failed to get it exactly right. It's, and I'm, we were, I'm sure we
1: tried the observatory thing in a way. Well, the observatory thing seemed really dumb, because it was like, they have said there was an order, and there maybe wasn't an order,
0: because... Well, I typed in what we thought was what when we looked it up was like I, I actually typed in what the what supposed said. answer is, but it said and it like, didn't work, and it's like and then I just, and then you just started pushing buttons and it worked, and then it sort of worked, So it's like well we didn't quite figure out what that was
1: then. Well, it did suggest on that thing we looked it up on that like that sequence didn't really have so a start and you should just put it in yeah, over I mean, and over until it works. But then that actually does mean it does have a start. Because yeah. we put in what it said and it didn't do anything. And then we put in like two more things which would have been from the start of it again. Know, truly, <laughs> yeah. So really that was just bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, perhaps
0: those two we probably should have got really. Yeah, probably. But I don't really feel too bad about it because there were some goddamn close. And then the ridiculous this- things
1: that we were never going to get are oh, right. actually four anticubes no, there's matter. there's
0: some additional stuff. So for instance the book artifacts don't worry about too much because it's just backstory. Yeah.
1: And it's um, also ludicrous to decode. It's
0: pretty hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> it's um because we decoded all like what a, a we knew what of, the letters were. Yeah, we decoded a couple of the pages but that's not the whole picture because it doesn't make any fucking sense like that no. and we were trying to tie it to the big letters nearby to see if there was some kind of cipher or Caesar based on it to see if it would shift the letters into something that makes sense but that doesn't work No, and it's like the actual solution is harder yeah it's um yeah <laughs> it's a good one to ever figured that out Flashing dots in the sky in the observatory seems pretty random. No one really seems to ever, there doesn't seem to be a clear answer to that one because some of them are really hardcore, like ARG style hardcore. Well, it's, and people other people, say ju- other just, other like people just say, well, it's like they indicate which way around they are, like <laughs> left, first left and right, which we tried, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we did. Um, uh, what else was there? There's the, the obelisk. Which is a bit funny as well. I can't even, I can't remember the solutions to that one.
1: No, I can't either.
0: And the security question, naturally. Yeah. Which is kind of makes sense given the universe, but you're not going to know that
1: word, really. No. That's a that's a hardcore. And getting and we're bad at riddles, so we wouldn't have got it anyway from that riddle. I don't know, we might have got it eventually, maybe, you know, through the
0: anagram thing, but it's pretty hard. I mean, we didn't really have much of a clue. No. I was trying stuff involving cubes, see if I can think of some sort of like geometric thing, but there aren't many like shapes that have four letters. No. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the answer, just fuck it out, don't even try. Seriously. Goddamn biblical references. Sort of,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But those didn't matter, so that was fine. Then we finished it. And then not actually really anything interesting happened.
0: No, the 64-bit... <laughs> the 64-bit... The 64-cube ending isn't... As mental... As the 32-cube ending. No, it doesn't really evoke... Fuck!
1: <laughs> you unlock... Anaglic <M2> 3D, mate,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Which we should probably try at some point. Get hold of some blue-reds and... <laughs> somehow and see how that works out
1: really badly probably
0: yeah it must look bonkers it's an interesting extra to get for doing it but
1: apparently you also get a super jump which we never knew about and well I think I I did it
0: I did it accidentally
1: once yeah and then we were like how did you do that and we couldn't work it out no because this is something I can say now that we've done that but like the first time that, that they were talking about Fez on the Bombcast, Jeff said, Do they ever teach you how to fly? Oh, and yeah. Brad was like, No, they, they don't ever say it anywhere. And Jeff was like, Oh yeah, once I got that, I could just skip all the jumping puzzles. <laughs> and I was like, When do we get this ability? <laughs> Wait, what? We could fly? <laughs> well, I think he was talking about the super jump. Mm. <laughs> but apparently he discovered that really early on somehow. Or like it maybe in the first second playthrough, rather than the second second playthrough, maybe. when we accidentally discovered it. Yeah, and I, I wasn't I wasn't trying.
0: No, what it supposedly is, I must have just accidentally pressed it on the controller somehow, yeah. like through the analog stick or something. I accidentally triggered it.
1: Yeah, but yeah. So I sort of knew that there was meant to be this thing that was meant to, like, make you yeah, be able remember, to skip all the jumping puzzles. I remember them talking about it, but it's, uh...
0: It's, it's kind of weird, isn't it, that it isn't mentioned. Yeah, exactly. There's a few things about the world that had us confused as well, isn't there? Like, there's a few patches where we started seeing concentric rings of squares on the floor. Yeah,
1: those weird bits in 3D. Hmm.
0: Spoiler alert. Um, spoiler yeah, and didn't. That didn't seem to have a purpose. They were just there, but it's just like anything in that game where something's just there. Yeah, is suspicious. It's like it's either tied to the backstory in some way, or it's tied to a puzzle of sorts. But exactly. But goddamn, that game is awesome. <laughs> We've done with it at last. Yeah, it's a shame that it's over in a way because <laughs> it is so good it's like I just like everything about it I like the style I like the the sound design I like that the music is great yep it's just the fucking nuts of it in places like the the, like the the Game Boy themed or Meat Boy-esque section and the music section and the glitch room yeah it's all quality and it's like you can see why it took so goddamn long to make in places (laughs) hmm that's not to say it isn't without its glitches in fact it has it's healthy set of glitches really but they don't really detract. no except for the save bug (laughs) yeah fucking hell just patch the game as soon as you get it yep don't play it and if you have already played it you can't you not patch it, it now though can't you
1: anyone who's buying it now it will automatically no, you know, be you'll, that person you'll, you'll get
0: it automatically but anyone that's started a game and just don't patch it it's not worth it or just do patch it immediately and then start over if you haven't start, got that fun. start over yeah you have to because it broke us or you know go into it expecting to start over yeah so Fairs yep Do you reckon that that, uh, Polytron will carry on as a thing or do you reckon that Polytron was perhaps so tied into the essence of this game in a way if you know what I mean because like it's all over the place isn't it like well it depends what Phil Fish
1: wants to do yeah (laughs) because he is the only person who has any say in that that, um, basically yeah he's the the owner I suppose
0: Phil Fish it's a great name (laughs) because it has fish in it yeah it's the only thing that matters he's filling fish no <laughs> fish
1: so that was Fez uh, what else game of the year <laughs> game of the <laughs> year <you. laughs> um hmm. I'm trying to remember what else there was apart from XCOM because we need to talk about that Sign like generations well we made a video I made videos and then we made a video Yeah. I was testing streaming which turned out to be quite bad don't record and play that game. Yeah, and then we tried to do a le- uh, not a, a non-streaming video and it didn't like that either. Right. <laughs> but it was made for a pretty funny video.
0: Yeah, goddammit. As a... Yeah, I think it's like it's one of those, as I mentioned before, I had my theories about how that game times itself and it must be based on CPU clocks yeah, in some way. I and mean, if you have something that then interrupts with or messes with that, which video encoding probably does because it's kind of heavyweight. <laughs> yeah, the game doesn't like it very much.
1: On certain levels, anyway.
0: Well, I it didn't just the recording quality wasn't great? Well, that too. And uh, yeah, and caused the game to crash some number of times. <laughs> funny. Yeah, it's funny because the video sort of carried on for a bit, like
1: well, the, the, it kept recording even when it looked like the entire system had locked up yeah until we stopped the recording it's annoying because have,
0: we have more audio for those occasions than I could edit into the video yeah because it doesn't it no longer makes so frames of the yeah video, it's basically. no longer a valid stream so um, the editing software basically just stopped allowing me to include it it's, the video just stops and it's like damn so you don't get the full extent of some of the shit that happened <laughs> you get some of the some of the shit that happened Maybe I should make it like a re-edit at some point and like make those crash screens a bit longer and try and get the
1: audio out somehow. Maybe. That's kind you of You can funny. do it with Audacity I bet. You can just separate the audio and video stream. Possibly, yeah. Just pull them out. So yeah, that was that. Sonic Generations we played yeah, some of that We bad. made a video. We also made a video of XCOM so I guess yeah, there's also go, go that. Go check
0: that out, out on the YouTube channel. Check out The Salad Cast <laughs> on YouTube and you'll find it there's also there's a video of Shatter that we did last week as well that I haven't uploaded yet yep I'll put that up
1: the third and third video (laughs) it'll be the fourth (laughs) play no it won't because we said third in both videos did we? I think we might have done (laughs) no We can count good yo (laughs) yep we were really paying attention but FTL doesn't count so it's fine that was before it became video games (laughs) that was just game bite apparently yeah which is a take a name. Are you to going to re edit that video? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not think you were.
0: Of course not. <laughs> I did put in the text like until we think of a better we talked about it at length, like until we think of a better name or whatever.
1: Yeah. my
0: like video thing. It's not really a name video thing, so.
1: So was there anything else I played? No, uh, we about XCOM. No, I guess not. So XCOM. It's good. Well, we played it on a video. It's good. Where I talked about it quite a lot. It's good. And uh, Go watch the video. Yeah, the video's pretty good, I guess, as a sort of example. Um, yeah, we play, I haven't talked about it on the podcast before, so I mean, we do need to go into it somewhat. But uh,
0: it's pretty good. I'm trying to think what games it really reminds me of, other than <laughs> the original the likes come. come, Yeah. <laughs> Well, so I still of... haven't thought of, because you know, I brought this up before, when, we, when it was sort of announced and stuff, that. I, like, I still remember back in the day, like I think when I had my old 166 with a 3D card, I think it probably wasn't a 166 with a 3D card, <laughs> but you know, a shitty yeah. machine with a 3 DFX. Yeah. It probably was that machine, actually, thinking about it the ter- the super super like my first PC or something that we eventually put a 3D card in right might have actually been that machine but yeah back then or something I do remember like there was some turn based strategy game that played sort of similarly like you controlled like a squad of marines well, it was probably like the original syndicate wasn't it no it wasn't syndicate or um it was another game that was very syndicate similar was, that, but I wasn't really turn based was it it was more mm, more real time maybe Lenin's people. Uh, yeah. There you go. That <laughs> no, wasn't that. No, it was, it was like rudimentary 3D kind of stuff. You played it from an isometric perspective. And, mm. um, 3D chess. <laughs> I remember going through this. There was, I, I, it was only the demo version that I played. I remember going through some sort of space station, and there was like aliens behind crates and things, and you had a bit of a shootout and right,
1: a bit like that Civ four mod. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, that, the lights, where you only have four units, but they move like actual, you know, people. Yeah. In a weird way, a little bit like that. But it's also quite, people have been saying it's quite a lot like Valkyria Chronicles.
0: Sort of, yeah, I can see that. But that
1: was less grid based, obviously.
0: Yeah, Valkyria was more freeform, and, you know, the cover system was a bit more actual line of sight rather than. Yeah. Like cover made a difference yeah. there was a generic cover stat but it wasn't quite so you know, the actual line of sight was just as important yeah it was a bit more complicated yeah cover meant you took less damage even if it hit in Valkyria Chronicles as opposed to being a factor of how uh, likely does the percentage it <laughs> chance of hitting yeah. yeah it's more about the stats in XCOM well in a way sort yeah. of apart yeah. from not
1: because the stats well, aren't surface anywhere really
0: <laughs> yeah I know maybe when you like it's like if you're in cover we talked about this on the video but it's like the actual physical line of sight that your character actually uses to shoot doesn't play into it at all it's just no. the angles of the shot don't really make sense no you know, well, that's not, like they can easily go through things if they need to yeah <laughs> it's, <laughs> a bit, it's just an animation it's a bit weird in places but which is the thing about
1: character Chronicles did like dead on. Yeah. I haven't seen a couple of times in XCOM where you even get shots that appear to hit that count misses. Oh yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Or shots, or I think the worst ones I've seen is. I think it mainly happens when you're using suppression, but I've had quite a few times where someone will go to suppress an enemy apart from when they when they do their firing animation, and then they do their continuing firing animation, the bullets aren't actually going anywhere near the enemy because they're hitting something before they get near where the enemy is.
0: No, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> or like, I did have one time where I, where the guy went start went to suppress an enemy and just was shooting his teammate in the back of the head, but it wasn't doing any damage because right. it's just a sequence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So yeah, that does kind of happen. It's a slow production, isn't it, really? Well, it could have been better. I mean, I think people. I think it would have looked better if they had tried to take light like, of Sight into consideration, at least for animation's sake, like, more. Perhaps. I mean, yeah, the first
0: XCOM game was pretty hardcore with that stuff. Yeah, it was, like, insanely calculated. Given its age, yeah, it like it's like they, they were doing some crazy shit, really. It's like, it is a sort of simplified version of the original game, in a way. Well, that's the problem. One of its problems. Mm. It's like, especially... I'm not sure I mind that, really. Well, no. I mean, it's a good game. Would you call it streamlined, as opposed to simplified,
1: or...? Sort of both. Sort of both.
0: It is simpler, than.
1: Well, yeah. It's it's like... It was something that I started to realise the longer I played it, as I got deeper and deeper and further and further and, like, more time. It's like... It actually started to get less good the more I played it. <laughs> I was like, at the start I was like, fuck yeah, new x and everything. And then as I played it, was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And then it kind of, kind of bummed me out eventually. Cause it was just like, the more you play it, the more you realise that you actually really don't have almost any options. Whereas like, this, like, upgrading your squad with the ranks, a lot of those are no-brainers. Whereas like, why would you get, not give your support guys free medkits? Because medkits are so goddamn, in the shorts of life, you only have one use. med it. <laughs> what
0: was the alternative? Carrying two grenade. smoke grenades. Oh,
1: smoke grenades. Yeah, uh, probably less it, useful. Yeah, and there's a lot of like bonuses where it's like it almost doesn't seem worth picking one over the other. So that all, all that skill tree stuff doesn't seem like you know that doesn't seem like much of a choice. So not much customization there. And then like because there's only one slot for items and because a lot of the things that go in the, in that slot like the med medkits and grenades are one use mm. there's almost no customization there either. Because <laughs> it's like It's like, well, depending on what, depending on the four different classes of soldier, you almost always put the same thing in those same slots, where it's like the support guy is almost always going to be carrying a medkit, because he's the one with the triple medkit skill, and that fills up his one slot, until he gets super high ranked, and then he gets two slots, so you can actually Uh. put someone else in there, or another medkit, have six (laughs) medkits. So yeah, it's like that, that whole one slot customization system kind of really means no customization. Do you think they might play a DLC game with some of this? I really hope not, because that would really be shitty. <laughs> It'd be really shitty of them to make that kind of shit in DLC. There needs to be—it needs to be like not DLC. It needs to be like now we're going to unlock advanced mode for everyone. Now that you've done the proper way, we wanted you to play this. Now we'll give you like. Well, the thing is, there is actually like leftover file remnant remnants that like modders have found, mm. where where you can like change some any file numbers or whatever and it opens up basically as far as people can tell you were meant to have it so that when you completed the game you got basically a new game plus called second wave Mm. where you could turn on like a bunch of specialised options where it was like Mm. you know enemies are hardier and they shoot better or like like your funding goes down over time so you have to do it faster or the game is just longer overall so all those like specialisation special options I thought it had that I seem to remember seeing reviews with that in. Well... Is, is that not there? I don't think it is. It's uh, Apparently people originally found it in the demo. Oh, no. Sorry. No, I'm getting confused with carrier command. <laughs> well, some of that UI looks kind of similar. Yeah, I guess that was... it does. Apparently people found this option originally in the demo, but then it didn't make it into the into the final game either mm. maybe they thought it was too easy to fuck up the balance in st- a stupid way well, or... but because it's a new game plus thing as far as people tell it shouldn't matter no
0: because no, like no. you have to
1: play through it one time properly yeah <laughs> so yeah that kind of sucked and then the other thing that also but you can but make it, does it work if it's enabled for mm, well some of the options apparently kind of work mm. <laughs> some of them don't do anything and some of them sort of work but not properly mm. So that could theoretically get put in at some point, I guess. But, like, another thing that kind of bummed me out about the customization is the fact that you soon realize that the weapon trees aren't... There's no actual customization. There's no... It's just a straight upgrade research tree. It's like, well, as soon as you research lasers, you're just going to use lasers, and then as soon as you research plasma, you're just going to use plasma. It's not like a trade-off or anything. It's just like, this does more damage. (laughs) Mm. So that's not really a customization option either. The only technical thing in the weaponry that is a customization is choosing whether your assault guys are going to use assault rifles or shotguns, which is like the only you know, the only time you can put a different weapon in that slot. And as our video seem to show, made our guy with the shotgun incredibly <laughs> good at pistoling. Coincidentally, yeah. Um... And it turns out there is actually something that goes in the rocket launcher slot. Yeah. So you can actually put one other di- only one other different kind of rocket launcher in there. Which I guess made sense because it's a reference to the original game. You unlock the, the the stupid blaster launcher from the original game. That In the original game it's that gun where you can set waypoints for the bullets. Oh right. And it'd yeah. be like ding 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 fly around. <laughs> Whereas like that the super powerful alien weapon. But now you basically get that except it's it's like it's like the rocket right, launcher except you can target it anywhere and the bullet just gets there <laughs> somehow <laughs> just flies it just like follows a random path through the environment and then explodes Patsy's magic bullet yeah basically so yeah that does appear in the game <laughs> but then what maybe annoyed me most of all about the whole whole of this game and like even made, even worse than all this other stuff that's been making me go on the game it was like the worst thing is the last goddamn mission because they screw up their whole plan because basically spoilers spoilers to some extent but I'm not going to be very specific about it but um, you go into the last mission and the first thing you realize you realize is that they the en- in this mission enemies can literally spawn. Oh really? Not in the way that they normally do where you walk into the Fog of War and then they come out and then they do a sequence and they spread out. Yeah. They just literally spawn. Although it is nice enough to pan the camera to the place they're swarming even if that place is in the Fog of War. So you at least know that the enemies have appeared Can yeah, okay. <laughs> you hear it? Well, it's sort of, sort of a sequence. So it's like, it's kind of really obvious when it's happening. And the progression of the level is sort of tied to defeating these enemies as they spawn basically. Hmm. So that kind of sucks for a start, because they kind of ruin the whole idea of, like, gradually moving your Force's forward because it's like, now you've hit this trigger at the level, and some random enemies are going to spawn! Okay. So that and kind of
0: sucks. So they are they random spawns? From no, there they on, are. Or is it there's a, there's a very specific spawns? Yeah, it's very specific spawns. Okay. That's sort all of tied to the story of the level, so you get through, you get over that first. That happens in that style of game all the time. You could argue that happens in Advance Wars quite frequently, or in some of the more story missions. Well, you know, something happens halfway through, and then sort of. But it was, we, to, it was to Valkyria Chronicles' detriment in places because something would happen, and then, and then, but it would happen in a way that meant your forces were in
1: ter- well, yeah, terrible, I mean, terrible position.
0: That's that's the problem with this whole thing mm. is that it does ha- still happen and then of course you play through it the second time and you know what's what's going to happen yeah yeah. and you can plan for it
1: Uh, and uh, like one of the spawns happened and like an enemy spawned literally inside one of my tanks Hmm. although luckily that didn't fucking get it stuck or anything (laughs) so I could just drive around and then shoot it again Hmm. which is a bit dumb because oh, oh, that's also another thing I can mention to do with things that are kind of bad about this game is like they definitely need to do at least one patch because the tanks are fucked (laughs) It's alright in that video. Yeah, know. it worked fine in that in that video, but there's all kinds of bugs with them. Like if you're if you're going to go through a doorway, mm. uh, you know how you can like run your dudes up and go into cover next to the doorway, and then you can hit a button to open the door silently oh, yeah, yeah. rather than bashing through it. Well, apparently, if you have a dude standing next to a doorway and you park a tank directly in front of the doorway, and then you use the open door command. Even if the tank then moves, it creates an invisible obstacle that stops you from walking through the door. (laughs) Oh. Oh, that's crap. So it looks like the door is opened, but the actual thing... Well, it's not even the door. It's just like somehow that tank being there when that door opening thing happens, fucks with the tank's hitbox or something and creates an invisible obstacle. (laughs) So that's kind of the first...
0: It's probably not something the other way around, like the visual changes, but the actual model of the level
1: hasn't. No, I don't think so. But it's just, like, that's a fairly unlikely thing to happen, to be honest. Okay. That's, a, like, a very obscure thing. But some of the other ones are less obscure and much more likely to fuck you up. Like, tanks can spawn with no gun, or they can spawn... Are you tell me about that one. They can spawn, like, look, looking like a rookie with no head as <laughs> normal weaponry. <laughs> <laughs> or the worst one that I had was where, sometimes for no apparent reason you just can't select your tanks at all to go on a mission and if you go and look at them in the barracks list they're just invisible and you can't do anything with them apart from dismantle them and build new ones huh, that really sucks because it uses all your resources so that that carries over, does that one? Or yeah It's like it's something that happens people have been theorising that it has to do with like building multiple ones multiple tanks at once somehow bones up like their you know the numbering sequence like the unit ids or whatever I guess okay like it somehow screws that up and then they don't get assigned properly or they get assigned to dead units or something (laughs) but yeah so that could easily bone you up which is really annoying so tanks are a bit dodgy so they need to patch that but uh, back to the last mission. <laughs> the second thing that annoyed me about it was when this is less like a bad feature of the game and more just an annoying design design decision for the last for the for them being bastards on the last level. But. You get to this room where it just spawns, like, two of the hardiest enemies in the game right next to each other. And they don't fucking move, so you can't, like, lure them into a better fighting position. Hmm. And they can basically see you for about a million miles away. (laughs) And shoot you, even if you're miles in fog of war. Crap. So you don't really have a choice just to, just like, rush them and hope that you don't take too much damage, (laughs) which kind of sucks. And then the worst part about this whole mission is you get to the end... And, uh, there's a thing, and you fight things. (laughs) Unspecifically, in this room. And a lot of people have said, like, basically, I just walked in and sliced the boss and then we were done. Hmm. And I can see how that could happen. But the trouble is, like, so that's like, people are saying, oh, it's too easy. But the trouble is, if you don't do that, it's probably too hard. (laughs) Because even on normal, I just got completely destroyed by that last room really easily, and I was Hmm. like, what the shit? Difficulty spike. But then the worst thing about that is, like, up to this point, it's, like, it's been kind of dumb and slightly annoying, but then, like, I got totally destroyed, and then it just pops up a box and says, Restart Mission! And I'm like, what? You just ruined the whole point of Iron Man Classic, or Iron Man anything, by having a fucking restart option on the last mission! Retarded!
0: Oh. <laughs> so... Did that happen? Would that happen like normally, or did it know that it's some- something had messed
1: up and that's why it gave you the option? No, it's just the last mission is like it locks you into it, where it's like point of no re- no return or whatever. Right. But why would they choose to do that in a game where it's meant to be about consequence and fucking up? Mm. <laughs> up to this point, if you fail the mission, you fail the mission. They just move on. But it's like in this one specific case, they decide to lock it down, and it goes against everything else in the entire game. Mm. <laughs> it's completely dumb. And really annoying. And it's just like... The mission... The, mission bo- the box that pops up that says restart. Which is like... You failed and humanity is doomed. And it's like restart. It's like... Well... <laughs> God damn it. Couldn't you think of forgive a more you know, subtle way to fail... Than to have me actually just restart? Yeah. And also... Or couldn't or, you have something more dramatic happen. Like seems... well, Or just like make you carry on for Christ's sake. Because mm. the whole idea of this last bit is... Basically... You get a psychic soldier because you discover the Psy powers, and then you have to train up a really good psychic soldier to be able to access this last mission thing, mm. basically. I was like, well, they could just kick you out and make you have to go through that process again, get another really high level psychic dude, because they aren't very common. Mm. It's like, basically, two of the guys in my 30-odd dudes were psychic, <laughs> which kind of sucked, because I wanted to use the Psy powers a bit more. But yeah, it kind of, it's kind of dumb that they just put in a restart And also, sort of, Doubling that annoyance is like when you hit restart mission, you're stuck with whatever units you took into that mission. So I can't even go and change my loadout now that I know what's coming, like in that last room. Oh, I see. <laughs> so I'm stuck with whatever I've got. Yeah. I suppose you
0: could unload it again from the start.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> I'm probably gonna. I'm, and I also might wait for patches. Oh, and people have been saying that you can, there is also another horrible bug at the end of the game where you complete the game you fin- You kill the last thing and you finish it and then it plays the end sequence but then it goes to credits for, for like a moment and then it plays the failure sequence and says that you failed <laughs> and doesn't give you the achievement for finishing the game oh shit <laughs> oh that's kind of bad so yeah I, I, that, after I read that, as well as failing the last mission and then realising that you have to restart it with whatever you had, I was like, maybe I'll just wait until they launch a patch. <laughs> then at least I can be sure that if I do get through this, I'll get the achievement at least. And then I can start over on Classic or something. With tanks that work. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe that's it. Are they, are they owned up to any of this stuff? Not, not that I've seen. I haven't really seen any official... So not much feedback. Was no. it
1: two K? Isn't it? There's well, two K for Axis. Yeah. There's a big like there's a big forum thread where it's basically just a giant list of bugs that people have been maintaining and updating to say here are all the bugs that we'd quite like to be fixed in your first pattern, Can you please get on with it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of useful. Yeah.
0: If it's like a proper collated list, or they've set up a proper forum for that stuff, and that probably means there's. They, they, they will react yeah
1: but the trouble is it's for Axis and they like if you uh, if you think about maybe you can think about Civ 5 and how fucking long it took to patch Diplomacy in that goddamn game <laughs> that took a long time and they did it in like multiple stages where it's like okay this patch is fixing this stuff but it's still not done we, need, we still need to work on Diplomacy some more hope it doesn't take that long for it so. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I don't know what they're going to do about the console versions either i that's that it's not that bad. There'll be, like,
0: little miniature patches like they do anyway. Like, a few meg
1: here or there. Maybe. But they do need to get it done before it takes too long. It's the main problem. Because I... Especially, some of those bugs could really fuck you up on the Xbox. I mean, the stuff that messes with your save file. Like, stuff that makes you... Stuff that can ruin your Iron Man save because of something that happened that was a bug. Like when I had those aliens spawn out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Like, that could have easily screwed up my squad if I hadn't have got lucky and sort of semi-realised what was going on. Mm. That could have totally boned up my save, because I might have failed the mission, and then that might have increased panic somewhere that I didn't want panic to go off, and then they might have dropped out, and they might have just snowballed, or whatever. It's like, if a bug ruins your game because you're playing on either. That's why, like, I would always say to anyone who's planning on playing this, like... Iron Man is a great idea and it's theoretically the way you should play that game but don't actually play it on Iron Man while it's still got this many, as many critical bugs yeah. play it on Honesty Iron Man <laughs> yeah
0: yeah because there's nothing worse than that happening and then going well shit I just wasted a lot of time on- only to be killed
1: by a glitch yeah it's super annoying it's totally the way you should play that game if only it wasn't buggy. <laughs> So you just have to do it the honest way and save it manually but only <laughs> save it manually when you, between missions. So yeah, that's it, Scott. It's, it's pretty good but bugs and annoying, annoying stupid things mm. and Sometimes, not quite as customizable as
0: it should be. So not quite as good as it first appears. I, I, I was quite impressed, like I gotta admit, when, when
1: having, having watched it. Well, it's, it's probably like... It's, it's tempting. Well, it's pretty good for like, you know... To be honest, you don't necessarily want the most ridiculously detailed strategy. (laughs) Because if it was as ridiculous as the original XCOM where it's like you had to equip every soldier at every you know, like every random pocket they have on their own body and like, Okay, you need two flares and you need two grenades and you need like two extra clips of ammo and you have to reload (laughs) Mm. and all this kind of stuff, and time units and all that. It's like, it's fine for people who maybe don't want that much ridiculous strategy, but it just doesn't quite have enough strategy to not seem completely dumbed down to people who do like that much ridiculous strategy. Yeah. And it did, it, well, it did look
0: like as well that it would work pretty well on console.
1: Yeah. yeah. I really should try it with the, with a gamepad. Because I, I had some, there's certain places where the, the camera control can get really kind of annoying. Mm. And I'm not sure whether that's just mouse. It's like when you were trying to select like there's, cert- I think it only happens on certain maps and like certain viewpoints. With there's particularly one that I recognize, one that I remember in a certain type of alien ship, where if you're trying to select a position that's up on a up on a high ledge above a room, mm. it's really difficult to select the point cause it's, because because the isometric perspective, you're trying to point at the square on the front of the ledge, but it keeps selecting the squares below it in the room because they're it's seeing it through right. from that isometric perspective. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get the cursor to select the right place, and I think that might be better with the Xbox controller because it kind of snaps a bit more to the grid. Yeah, presumably, yeah, it will
0: do it like that rather than based on your cursor. Yeah, there'll be some big indicator to say, "Oh, you're looking at this part of the map." Yeah, so I think like that, an advanced wars cursor. I guess <laughs> Yeah, I guess
1: that theoretically might work better, but I need to plug in the. Controller at some point and try it next time. I find that map basically. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I, I wonder that um, you know for a lot of the simplification
0: or streamlining or whatever you want to call it is perhaps because there's a console thing here. Yeah, I mean, maybe they want, they want to make it too hardcore. They want to try and maybe this is where this where you know a potential sequel comes in if it goes well or good in logs like, if they yeah if do they open that like stuff that. if they open that stuff up you know like. I guess they want to introduce a new generation of well, players yeah. to, to XCOM, and they kind of had the, to do it like this because they, <laughs> they didn't have that much of a market. I know. No, and, and bringing in something as hardcore as the original XCOM may have been a mistake. Yeah, because it may have only attracted uh, the hardcore clientele, I guess. But it's a uh, yeah, um, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm glad it exists. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got a lot of style. It's pretty good. It's got. I mean, I, I, I have a few beefs with the graphics a little bit because it kind of looks a little bland in its look. But it's all coloured lighting and shit. <laughs> it's sort of. It's, it all comes across as a sort of like uh, there's it's almost too much fog. It's I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for. It's like it's almost too desaturated in places. It's like everything seems to fade to a certain shade of grey. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's all sort of. It's like the contrast isn't there. You have to make all your soldiers wear pink (laughs) out
1: Make them show up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it works. It's got a style, but I think the actual sort of world look perhaps
1: needs a bit of work. Well, to be honest, the bits that you saw when I was playing, it's like, there was quite a lot of the same stuff. Mm. Like, here's a forest. Yeah, true. And then the graveyard was obviously going to be quite (laughs) grey. (laughs) because <laughs> yeah. there wasn't much to it apart from grass and graves it sort of it sort
0: of made sense a bit more I think in the swampy forest because you know you expect a bit of mist yeah hanging about there but perhaps made a bit a bit less sense but when you're like
1: you know there's like gas stations and stuff where they have like the gas station shop is all lit up or whatever mm. and you can have police cars with flashing lights and fancy lighting on them mm. all that kind of stuff I guess but yeah that's that Excom.
0: I liked it. <laughs> Made me sort of wish a little bit that I had picked up because it looked pretty good.
1: Maybe you'll get it for Christmas.
0: Yeah. Plus also dashing. Dashing. Your dashing weaves are dashing. No, <laughs> <With> Mr. Darcy. <laughs> I like that.
1: Yes. Dashing! Oh, and I saw someone else complaining about that thing that I complained about where it's like why is Overwatch and Fire and Take Cover all not on the same bundle all the time? Yeah, it's, that's kind of dumb.
0: Boo! It's, <laughs> it's a really strange UI decision. I wonder how that works on console. Well, I was thinking about it. And it Presumably must, there must be like some sort of... Like, yeah, it must
1: just be like you push a button like to a choose wheel where you like want so. to do the action and then you left and right bumper to go through that list. Yeah, yeah a bit like a weapon wheel. Oh... or you left and right bumper to go through that list first I guess yeah because you don't really choose the position for the action yeah I guess yeah I mean that was another thing that slightly bugged me another thing that they could easily fix was like it doesn't always feel like it's using the same buttons for other stuff other than those ones where it's not using the same buttons I mean like when you're using the mouse cursor to select which scale you want to go to I'm the trouble is I'm not sure whether I'm just remembering this wrong or whether it is like this but I feel like sometimes it's left click to do an action and sometimes it's right click like when you're moving uh, like just a normal move it's like Mm -hmm. one button but then I feel like, and I'm not sure, it might, I might just be totally crazy, but I feel like when you're doing, like, a flying move, when you're using a flying mo- unit, it feels like you have to use the other button for that, but I'm not sure whether I did. Mm. <laughs> but I, I remember distinctly several times where I've been trying to do a flying move, and I've, like, moved the custom position, pushed a button, and then nothing happened, and it deselected it, because I pushed the wrong one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and I think the only reason that could be happening is if it was the other button normally. But I wasn't paying attention enough to know. Weirdly, yeah, I was
0: sort of trying to remember how certain things do that. Like earlier in this cast, in fact, I was sort of just sort of pondering it in the back of my head. Like, oh, how do things do that? But most of them like go for the uh, the right-click action, left-click select model,
1: don't they? And they don't really break from that rule. Well, you don't really use select as much in XCOM. No, it's true. You just tab through your units rather than directly clicking on them. Although that's a thing that <laughs> it was the same as like the original XCOM, because clicking directly on stuff was well risky. Because you could very accidentally just sort of be like, I'm okay, gonna click on this unit. Whoops, I clicked on the square next to him and then I'm my other guy that I just had selected but run halfway across the map into the open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> that was the most dangerous thing. And there was actually one of the later fan patches for the original XCOM made it so you could turn on a setting that made it double click to move. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, oh, thank God. That's <laughs> a bit, e- bit easier. <laughs> a bit less, uh,
0: less screw upable. Yep. So, there you go.
1: Excellent.
0: Woo. Woo. That's I'm, the cast, basically. Yeah, we're running out of time. I didn't really get a chance to talk about much.
1: Well, you, was, was there anything that you needed to talk about? Well,
0: we covered the good Trying, I suppose. Well, you didn't play that much. No, was. I've only played a couple of hours of it. Uh, we uh, might play trying on a video at some point yeah. like we might like play get...
1: trying Two on the video at some
0: point <laughs> I can get away with mentioning you should play that game in 3D oh yeah if you can that's your fancy it, thing yeah it looks really good like really good it's probably good there you go <laughs> roughly good <laughs> probably good really good 3D playing 3D I bet Trine 2 it's looks ridiculous yeah presumably <laughs> so I'm quite impressed with the look of Trine 1 but but given the fanfare that Trine 2 seemed to have but it's, it's like, like that must be
1: artistically even better I feel like Trine 2 is like from what I've seen of it because I, I still haven't even played it but it seems like they've almost gone too far with like coloured lighting <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything is just lights everywhere it does look kind of bright doesn't it yeah the blinding, the crazy blue, the blinding of the colour. It's so green. I
0: <laughs> uh, played everyone Saints Rare as well. Yeah, if you're ever going to finish that. Uh, well, yeah. I suppose I was going to talk about like the uh, um, the sort of high tech section, the Deckers, <laughs> yeah, and things like that. It's definitely the highlight of the game so far. It's pretty cool. Um, there are plenty of videos out there of that section. It's yep. like it's. It's like it's kind of annoying because it's. I, I didn't know too much about it going in. It's like the, I'd seen reviews and stuff where it referred to the you start that section as a toilet. Yeah. In cyberspace, so like there's a cool. The, the look of it is really nice. There's a certain amount of there's a there's a cool like weird filter that they apply to the screen that kind of wobbles the lines of right. things and kind of messes with the colors in a sort of scanliney way right. The which looks pretty neat. So the whole thing is kind of fuzzy, yeah. Uh, in a sort of, but yeah, it still has the hard lines of like being in a computer. And stuff. it's pretty cool. It's a pretty neat effect. <laughs> Plus, also bosses that can induce lag. Yep, that's awesome. Hilarious. It's quality, and the music is great. The boss fight for that section is a tune by Dead Mouse, <laughs> which is awesome. It's quality. It goes a bit nuts at that point. <laughs> It's like it's weird because it's like, actually that, there's a section leading up to that bit as well where there's a fight in a in an old power station, and basically the deck is like it's their, it's their home turf essentially, and it's and it's basically like a, um, a they're having a giant rave kind of. So the more you destroy it, the more giant blue lasers start coming out of places, <laughs> and that's playing awesome electro music as well. It's, it's a it's just a fun section of the game. Mm. Which unfortunately leaves me that most of the stuff I've got left are to do with the luchadors which sound infinitely less interesting. (laughs) Could you have done it in the
1: other order? No, no.
0: The the way the story plot goes is that the luchadors would probably have to be last. Right. Well... Spoilers, but, you know... Spoilers, there's
1: going to be some other thing after the end. Well,
0: there kind of is because it's already sort of happening at the moment. There's, (laughs) like, um, the military get involved or this ridiculous military. There's over-the-top super high-tech military with, like, lasers and shit and VTOLs and that kind of stuff called STAG. Right. the, the, The STAG offensive or something. They're trying to just stop all or organized crime in, or <laughs> syndicates and things they're involved and we haven't really seen the last of them yet because they kind of beat us in the last encounter sort of <laughs> sort of it's kind of funny it's kind of weird I actually replayed a mission as well because I made a, a choice at the end of it that I didn't really like mm-hmm. it's like it gave me a choice between like do you want Stag to help you out for a bit like to take over part of the city, right? Or do you want to save this annoying character that you can use as a homie <laughs> to like follow you around in combat and stuff, right? And it's like, so I chose like, oh, so what's this stag thing like? And basically, it just boils down to the next time you open the map, it forces you to take over an area, and it warns you at that point saying, um "This will 100% this area, meaning the activities and stuff will all be marked as done." All right, and things like that, and it's like i do really, not really sure I want that I, I want to do these things you know as being a gamer I want to play the game it's like a like a play, it's like a, a do this to win button right and it's like but the problem is that it then sort of goes are you sure you want to do this and you click no but then the map is still taken over by this mode oh right that is, and you can't get rid of it you've already got it uh, so I replayed that section and said well I'll take the annoying guy
1: <laughs> okay
0: then uh, yeah so I'm still playing that I'm sure I played something else briefly. Probably a bit more dirt. Probably a bit more pinball. Yeah, I played I played a bit more
1: pinball. Probably a bit more bejeweled.
0: I scored like a hundred more achievement points on the Williams collection <laughs> Um yeah, I always play bejeweled, like the odd minute here and there on my iPhone. <laughs> but Uh that's probably about it. Well there. Harry Potter. Oh yeah, we did a bit of Harry Potter. Okay. Looking through year four of the Lego Harry Potter. Yeah, we, there were some sections of that that weren't so great that in year three but it's it's getting sometimes a little confused oh well, no it's the start of year four we had trouble there's a bit where we just couldn't work out what to do and we had to look it up on YouTube and even then it's kind of like what? <laughs> you have to how does wh- why? that doesn't make any sense right but is yes yeah, so that's a bit dumb but I've got to wrap this up we've got like a minute left yeah, so, you nearly fell asleep. I very nearly did. I'm I'm flagging badly. I was enough to keep listening though. It's quarter eleven. I know. I don't know what it's just. It's that lack of sleep again. It's catching up on me. Oh, I scored twelve. That's why then Okay, in which case that's fine. That's my normal sleep time. So yeah, exactly. I'm allowed. So thank you for listening to episode sixty
1: nine, dude. We didn't play on sixty nine it's because you didn't say it at the start no so we didn't remember it's episode 69 dude. also we don't normally say what episode number is so. no <laughs> Bill and
0: Ted, which means we missed the 4 bit special or I think we might special. have mentioned that one afterwards I mentioned it in the blurb but anyway uh, join us well maybe next week I guess or whenever Dan is next about or you know show, show his fucking face
1: join us on YouTube <laughs> for videos
0: yeah there'll be some of those so by that logic, subscribe to the Facebook or the Twitter feed to get told when there's new stuff. In theory. Because we can't do it on the website. <laughs> so no. Nah. So bye. Bye. What? Punch it, punch it, punch it, punch it.